0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: How do you pass up the opportunity to spit blood in Joan Baez's face, 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 face. <laughs> Mark Twain, I've read Huckleberry Finn. I think I earned the right to go on the internet and see a guy get a chainsaw on the face. Dude, my dad was drunk and my mom was dealing with it. Guess what? I got raised by a cookie monster. My cock looks like it's been in a hockey fight. time is stupidity. It's at the speed of goddamn light. I got a bunch of blocks. Hey, what's happening, I'm Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy. Podcast boy. Po- uh, oh, that looks, that looks good in the blue lines, boy. <laughs> it's friday uh thank god it's friday right that's what we say to ourselves with the village people and i think bruce jenner bruce jenner's in that movie as a dude back then now he's a lady uh or at least he's a dude who looks like a lady no he's a lady right he got the whole thing fucking whacked right isn't he got the fake plumbing they they hollowed him out from the from the middle and they stuffed a vagina inside of him whatever they did they hollowed out a grapefruit and jammed it between his legs whatever the fuck happened to caitlin or bruce or whatever the fuck their name is now uh is it they? I don't know what the pronouns are. Look, I, I have problems with pronouns. I look, I don't know any problems with pronouns. I just don't want to fuck them up. I don't want to misgender. I don't want to misidentify anybody. If you're a lady now, good for you. If you're a guy, enjoy yourself. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking say it. Um, you can be whatever you want to be. That's it. It's you know what? This is like romper room, man. Get the mirror and hold it up in front of your face and just go. I see Tani and Caitlin and Bruce, and I see Bruce being Caitlin, and I see Caitlin turning into Bruce. That's fucking perfect. Uh, I got to be honest, man. There was so much estrogen in that house. I don't even think Caitlyn wanted to be Bruce or Bruce wanted to be Caitlyn. He just turned into Caitlyn. Uh, and now he's a lady because the estrogen was rampant in that goddamn house. Look at those fucking Kardashian sisters just oozing it, sweating it. It's coming out of their pores for fuck's sake. Yeah, you can't even get... I bet if you touched one of them, you just immediately, your, your, your hand would have a manicure. That's that's how ladylike all of them are. That's how uh, a Courtney handles her business. How a Khloe, uh she's a Bigfoot though. And then, of course, there's a uh, Kim who's uh, phenomenally hot. Uh, and i look, I don't, I'm not judging their personalities. I'm not saying, Oh, I'd love to have a conversation with the Kardashians. Although there's a show. How about that? <laughs> and what is, uh, what is it? Catching up with the Kardashians? I think that's the show now, but if you call it conversations with the Kardashians, then there you go. Then you sit down because isn't Kim becoming a lawyer. Now, isn't she getting people taken off death row? Didn't I hear that? She went and met with Trump and here's my favorite part of everybody's like that. She went with Trump and they're like, Oh my God, she's a humanitarian. Look what she did. Um, did you think Trump was not going to meet with her? Did you think Trump at any point was going to go? No, I, who's that? Uh, the, one of those uh, attention whores who everybody pays attention to. I I couldn't possibly relate to her. Don't have her come into the white house. Hey, is she the girlfriend of that wing nut who fucking shook my hand and hugged me and then wore my fucking hat and tried to sell an album and a bunch of fucking shoes by saying he loved me. And then all of a sudden he got pulled out on a goddamn stretcher and did a concert in a fucking garden somewhere. Yeah. I think that's that guy. Uh, Look, and, and I'm not saying that Kim and, and Donald didn't get along and have a wonderful conversation and, and didn't. And they took Rosa Parks over to the fuck out of jail. I don't know who it was. It was some scholar. That's the thing. It's not. And, and look, there's so many people in jail, not that need to be let out of jail because of this fucking weed thing. Who's with me? Everybody raise your hand. Raise your hand if you're sure if you're using sure deodorant, is that a deodorant or a soap? I don't know if that's still around anymore. Is sure deodorant still around? There are products that like when I was a kid, uh, I don't even know if they exist anymore. There was a, there was a fucking shampoo called Yucca Dew. uh, Y-U-C-C-A-D-E-W, not, uh, not Y-U-C-K-A-D-O. Uh, no, Y-U-C-C-A yucca or like Yucca, Maybe it was Yucadoo. Could, could have been you could do could have been yabba dabba do. I don't fucking know. I didn't use the shit. Uh, I was too busy using Suave because it was cheap. My mom would buy Suave. It, or, or you'd get, I, I had, uh, you know, I had. I guess I had dandruff as a kid, but I don't know if it was dandruff as much as that. I had just dry scalp because I had so much hair. And when you're a kid, you don't shower often enough. You know what I mean? You're fucking 10 or 11 and you're scratching your head. And the next thing you know, piles of your skin are falling into your lap. And you're like, what the fuck's happening to me, man? And then your mom is too cheap to get head and shoulders. So she gets Selsun blue. Which is just a fucking dude. Don't use that shit. Any, I don't even care if you have dandruff. Don't use Selsun Blue or or Head and Shoulders. Just use regular shampoo and hope. That's all you got to do. Use regular shampoo and cross your fingers. That's that's how I think you should handle your business going forward regarding any sort of dandruff. Because Selsun Blue and Head and Shoulders. They just, You know what head and shoulders looks like? It just looks like blue Pepto-Bismol. And you're going to scrub that into your fucking scalp. That's what you're going to do with yourself. And I guess it it makes sense because your scalp is throwing up skin flakes. So you're going to go ahead and jam Selson blue or head and shoulders down the gullet right there and keep it fucking in place. I always wondered that, too, is like, you know, because you have dandruff. And regular shampoo doesn't help it, but Selsun Blue and Head and Shoulders do. But is that is it really shampoo that helps your dandruff, or is it like glue that's gluing your dandruff back to your fucking head? That's the only thing I can think of. Was it like more gluey, like more sticky, and somehow it wouldn't let your scalp separate from your skull? Because uh, that's that's all dandruff is. You're just scratching your way right down to your skull eventually. If you you know what, don't use Selsun Blue and don't use Head and Shoulders and just keep scratching your scalp, and eventually you'll hit bone, and then your dandruff problem is gone. Then you're fine. Once you once you keep scratching your head and you hit bone, you're fine, baby. You don't need to buy anything special. Uh buy you know, buy some fucking bone me and polish up that skull. Just go ahead and get a fucking one of those claws you use to polish your bowling ball and just do the fucking top of your head. That's how you make it work. Uh, my mom bought Selson blue when I was a kid. And even then I remember that envy of a, like a rich person, poor person, just being like, Hey man, I would really love to get some kind of fucking, uh, you know, uh, name brands in here. Although even worse would be if like your, if your mom bought like the off brand, just like dandruff shampoo, not even Selson blue, not even the glory. I couldn't even bask in the glory of Selson blue. <laughs> Instead, I had to deal with just like, you know, blue fudge. That's what, it, that's what you had to put into your head. Blue fudge. Cause it just, it, it formed all of your dandruff into a loaf. And it kept it right there in your scalp so you weren't shining bone at everybody. Uh, and believe me, I'd been suspended from school for shining bone at everybody. That's not good for anyone. Uh, how did we get talking about dandruff? I don't even know. Because we, we were talking about the Kardashians and then look what happened. Where, where, we segued off into Celson Blue. Celson Blue, weeping like a willow. Yeah. Hi, Neil. How are you? doesn't he have uh, dementia or some shit now? I heard he, he like left the road because he can't remember lyrics or whatever the fuck. And, and when you're that dude, you don't need to remember your fucking lyrics. Literally just walk out there in your rhinestone jumpsuit, point at the crowd and they'll sing everything. I talked to a buddy of mine. He went and saw Don McLean. Do you know who that is? He's the American Pie idiot. He, he sings that and that, and also he sings about fucking, uh, who did he sing about? Fucking Vincent Van Gogh. What's the name of that song? Um, Vincent, probably. <laughs> now that I think about it. um it's it's a starry starry night isn't that that fucking song well that sounded weird hold on <laughs> i gotta try that again hold on uh, um starry starry night Oof, grim i am not a singer like that's why i got david all right he goes in he jumps in and he does all the fucking music and all that bullshit and i can't i because it's not for me it's not my that's not my forte that's not my Matt forte that's not my number 22 that's not my chicago bears slash new york jets slash signing with the bears to retire as a bear okay that's just not me uh, but I'll do it. Doesn't It doesn't mean I won't sing, as you know from hearing previous shows. I'll bust out a tune. Earlier, I Remember earlier, we did Thank God It's Friday. That's me and the village people and fucking Valerie Perrine and our boy uh, Caitlin. And our boy Caitlin, a uh, uh, lady Caitlin. Uh, although, like I said, I'm not even sure if she, she got the plumbing fixed or anything like that. Didn't she? It was like... Bruce Jenner, like, what a weird fucking life. Dude, people have such bananas lives. Like, I tell you stories, and and I'm out of stories. That's why the show's a fucking day late. I got no more stories to tell you guys. I mean, I, you know, everything... I, when I started the show, as I've talked about before, I had 40 years to draw from of stories. And now... I'm 51, and I'm talking about shit I did tonight, and that's not even a joke. The, literally, the thing I'm going to tell you about happened tonight, and by tonight, I mean Thursday night. Uh, I could have done this show Thursday daytime, but then I was like, well, why don't you go out Thursday night and try to create something, see what the fuck will happen, and, and uh, we'll do the best I can with the scraps I can pull out of this fucking scenario. Um but in my life, you know, I beat up a car and then uh, and I put my head through a painting. Somebody name checked me on that today because I did I did a Facebook chat today on Thursday and uh, on on the fan club page, because whenever I don't do a podcast on time again, here's how I feel. And you know this, you you run with this and take it for all it's fucking worth. I think you're all going to leave. I think if I don't put out a podcast the day it's supposed to come out, everybody will now quit. The Patreon will fold. Nobody want to be my friend or listen to me anymore because they won't enjoy the things that I have to say. Um, and I wouldn't blame you. Well, I'd, I mean, I'd be sad. I'd blame myself certainly. But at the same time, I would hope that you wouldn't fucking, you know, just fucking, uh, uh desert me in, in, in that, uh, time of need. But I also, I say, I hope you wouldn't, but in my brain, I think you would. So, uh, you know, I felt bad about not putting a fucking podcast out on time. And, and so I went ahead and I did a live chat on Facebook and I only talked for like 20 minutes or something like that. One time I did an hour, hour and a half. And it was funny. The last time that happened, the podcast was late or something. And I, I, I did an hour and 15 minute chat on Facebook and everybody's like that this, uh, this could have been the podcast. You do realize that I'm like, yes, I could fucking realize that at the same time I'm getting feedback from you on the screen so I can interact with you on the screen. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing I've done. I've, uh, I've grossly, well, not even grossly, I've just overestimated how much, uh, how much I got in me to, to churn out. Every day I'm doing the live streams, and I wind up talking to people for an hour before a game starts, and, and, which is fun, and I love doing it. It's my favorite thing. But then it comes time to do the podcast, and I'm like, oh, all right, I, just, I already talked to everybody. But I didn't really talk to anybody. I told you I talked to like 30, 40 people in, this, in the Twitch stream, uh, which is not like now where I'm talking to uh, you know thousands, which is great, and I'm, I'm happy for that. And, uh, and, you know, people, they reach out to me and they're like, Hey, when's the podcast? And I'm like, Hey, soon. (laughs) It's supposed to be out on Thursday. And I totally get that. And I do apologize to you again. Um, And so I did live uh, Facebook chat. And uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Somebody asked me about something, right? Was there something I was thinking about? I was, I was going to bring up something that somebody asked me within the within the confines of the Facebook. Uh, oh, the, the podcast? No. Eh, fuck. Who knows? Who cares? I did a Facebook chat today. Go look it up. It was on the Facebook fan club page, which exists. Uh, it's the Westside 86 Jokers page right there on Facebook. Go ahead and pull it up and you'll see posts from everybody. Clips of my Twitch. You'll see the live chat that I did in my house inside my green apartment. And uh, and then everybody, here's my. this is my favorite thing. And I love you guys. This is something I really love about all of you. You actually care. Like, I, you know, we always say that thing, you care, everybody cares. But you do, and you remember things. And you actually, you know, I just think I'm talking about fucking void half the time because I'm just sitting in my goddamn living room slash dining room slash desk slash control room. And I think nobody knows what I'm saying, and nobody cares what the fuck I'm saying. And that's silly. I talk myself into that because it's such fucking bullshit, and I know that. But uh, but today, when I did the live chat, our great friend Leanna Dixon showed up and other lovely people, Bonnie, showed up and other cool people showed up. And, um, and they, they said... Uh, <laughs> this made me laugh. You know, I told you about the guy, the workman who came in and fucking, uh, went to fix my bathroom and he took the toilet out and he fucked up the wall in doing so. Like the wall behind the toilet was just fucking, it's just, you know, it's all crushed. The plaster's all fucked up. And then, uh, the sealant in my bathtub is coming off. So I talked about it on the show last week and that's great. Everybody, but I, you know, to me, this stuff, this stuff just goes fucking out of my mouth and into whatever the fuck. And then, uh, today, when I was on the live chat on Facebook, people are like, hey, let's see your toilet. And then pe- other people are like, yeah, your toilet. Let's check out your toilet and see what's going on. And uh, and that that is goddamn, you guys are the greatest. The fact that you not only did you listen to me talk about it, but then you're just like, yeah, man, let's totally see that horrible wall. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man, let's go take a look at a horrible wall. And I just take you guys in the bathroom and then and, and, uh, and in my brain, I'm just like, you're humoring me. Nobody really wants to see that my toilet's all fucked up, but everybody's very nice. And they say, no, dude, I hope everything's okay in your house. Um, But yeah, but I talk about, you know, so I've got, that's the thing is I I tell you about a broken wall. That's all I've got now. I've done, I've done things in the past where I've, I've uh, done, you know, so that's what I was going to talk about was in the live chat on Facebook. Somebody said, I just listened to you tell the story about destroying that party. And it's one of my favorite stories. And I laughed because I, um, you know, I'll tell a story and then I forget that I've talked about that story. Uh, And then I wind up repeating it like a goddamn doddering old man. I mean, some of the stories are, you know, I I mean, I remember the party story, certainly, but they have it brought up because, you know, there are certain ones that everybody brings up all the time. Listen to me just reminiscing like a dick. Hi, I'm glad you tuned in to hear me jerk off a day late. Listen to me stroke my cock about my old stories. Idiot, shut up. Uh, try to bring other things to life Mike try to grab people by the hand and drag them into your world the way it is today because again like I said I'm not I'm not a fucking Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner look at that fucking life uh, wins a gold medal gets on a Wheaties box fucks a Kardashian uh, gets a pussy and kills somebody there you go boom I mean that's, that's fucking you, you could dine out on that for the rest of your goddamn life Caitlyn Jenner could have a podcast and maybe already does and uh but I'll, although I hope not with that voice oh my Christ what a you know what that's the one thing they can't get right when you're flipping the script and becoming a lady or a man, uh, there's always a thing that they can't do correctly. Like, I, and I don't know how you know, a lady, um, Amanda lady, you know, getting the vagina or whatever the fuck I, I don't, I know they do that. They, they don't, they take your dick and they cut it in half and they turn it inside out. Whatever the fuck. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what they did to Caitlin. Uh, I guess she's a lady. I mean, not, I guess she is totally a lady and that's fine. But then that voice, you hear it, and you're just like, ooh, that's, holy fuck, god damn, that's just, it's, it's, and, because again, no matter what, you, you might have a clarinet body, but you got a bassoon voice, that's what's happening, you're just like, you can walk in and be like, everybody's like, va va, va voom, look at the legs on that chick, and then she's like, hi, and you're like, oh, no, because they can't do the vocal cords right, and and I don't think um, the pills and stuff like that go ahead and fix it, uh, maybe they do, maybe they don't, and, and, and look, I, <laughs> We are in new times, and everybody's woke. And I, and like I say, be who you want to be, be who you are. Don't it's not even who you want to be. I, I'm not saying people are like oh, I'm choosing to be a lady. No, no, you are a lady inside, and then you just want to change the outside. And good for you. And I'm, I love you, and I hope everything is great for you. So please don't. Uh, Take my shorthand here and the fun that I'm having as I talk uh, with, with thinking that I'm, I'm disrespecting anybody or thinking that they shouldn't be a lady at this point. Let's all be ladies. How about that? Everybody be a lady. Uh, you know, what do I say? Luck be a lady tonight. How about that, Luck? You want to be a dude? Pack that dick between your legs. Go ahead and tuck and you'd be a lady tonight, Luck. How about you? Uh, and so, like I said, I don't know if Caitlyn has the uh, the the, you know, but 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 she's got all the stories. I can't hope to compete with that. That would be the podcast that you would have if you were Caitlyn. You'd just be, you know, you'd literally you'd come on every time and you'd be just like, yeah, and then I killed a chick. Whoa, hold on, Caitlyn. Hey, I became a lady. I bought a dress and I got a pussy and then I ran somebody over. Whoa, Caitlyn, how you doing? Hey, I banged a Kardashian. Oh, that's good. And then I became a lady. What? And then I murdered somebody. Hold on a second. Let's slow the train down here. You're kind of giving away the plot all in one episode at that point. I I feel if you're a Caitlyn Jenner, you need to stretch that out over at least a season. You got to figure that uh, that year one. You got to spend year one, literally the first ten episodes of year one. If you're Caitlyn Jenner, if you're if you're doing the fifty year old lady, or she's sixty now, I don't know. If you're doing like the sixty year old girl podcast, then you're Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, literally, the first 10 episodes have to be training for the decathlon and then running the decathlon, right? Don't you got to reminisce about that stuff? Uh, you got to tell people about, the, you know, you wearing short shorts and how in your, your brain, you're like, well, you know, I kind of thought I was a lady, but then I did the hurdles and everything was fine. And then I won the fucking gold medal. And then I was swinging a flag around. And the next thing you know, I'm in a Wheaties box and everybody loves me. And then I'm doing commercials. And then, holy fuck, the village people call. And I'm in with Valerie Perrine doing, thank God, it's Friday, Friday. Thank God, it's Friday. Friday. I say that because I want your dog to howl again. Um, So there you go. There's your first 10 episodes. You're just like, well, not even, you got to talk about this stuff from the beginning of your life too. If you're, if you give Caitlyn Jenner, because this uh, Caitlyn, and again, I don't follow the story very closely. I, I just know that, uh, that she went from pants to skirt. That's all I fucking know. All right. Well, I mean, I know the other things. I know fucking decathlon. I know gold medal. I know Wheaties. I know Kardashians. And I know now, you know, tampons, whatever the fuck. So, uh, which is fine. Good for her. But, uh, did she always think she was a lady? That's what I'm wondering. Has she always been a lady inside, even when she was in the decathlon? Cause we know she started getting the, the, the treatments on her fucking head. You know, uh, she did the decathlon at 76 and then she wanted to, uh, thank God it's Friday. And I'm going to guess 78. That's my guess was 78. Um, and then next thing I know, she was on some kind of fucking infomercial where she was trying to sell me like, you know, one of those fucking bullshit things. Hey, you want to dehydrate beets? Here's a man lady to tell you how. Uh, and then, you know, they bring her out. and You're like, Jesus Christ, who's that? And it's like the cat Bruce Jenner. You're like, wow. Hold on. Uh, let me ask you something. In the old days, they didn't have those big foam pits when you do the pole vault. Did you possibly pole vault and land into a pile of makeup? Because what the fuck happened to your head? Um, but who knows? I mean, I, I, and again, I love you and good for you. And I hope that you're happy being who you are. Finally. I'm glad you've burst out of your shell. I'm glad you've burst out of your masculine shell to embrace your ladylike countenance. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that you're happy and everybody's happy for you. That's the way it should be. Because And I'll tell you what, here's, here's why I'll never question Anyone who transitions. All right, I'm going to say this now. And again, this could be controversial, but uh, what the fuck? We're already here now. Uh, Anybody who chooses, anybody who transitions, and look, anybody who transitions from lady to man, good for you. I hope it works out well for you. and, uh, And you are the person you want to be and you are happy. But anybody who transitions from man to lady, uh, and, that's, and again, when I say transitions, that means they start wearing the clothes and maybe they get the surgery uh, or living their life as a woman. They take the pills, they get the boobs, they get all that stuff. Uh, all right. And look, I could be simplifying this in a way that I, 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 because I don't know, man, I don't, I can't even fucking, again, all I want is for people to be happy and you should be cool to everybody. That's it. I'm not going to claim to understand shit. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck is happening all over the world, I couldn't possibly, like, I don't know, you want to talk to me about Israel and Palestine, uh, I, uh, okay, and then I'm just going to look at you and just shake my head, because I don't have a fucking clue, I got, I don't have a fucking clue, man, and I'm the last guy you want to talk to, like, it's funny, I, one of the reasons, honestly, I waited a day to do this fucking show, was yesterday, all I wanted to rant about was abortion, like, I wanted to talk about abortion in fucking Georgia and Alabama and fucking Missouri and all this other bullshit, And uh, and then in my head, I was like... Is that the smartest thing to do? Like, really, is that is that what you want to do? You want to open up the microphone and go, excuse me, everybody, here comes stupid Mike to pontificate about some stuff that doesn't matter to fucking anybody else but him. Uh, or, actually, let me rephrase that. Here comes stupid Mike to pontificate about a bunch of stuff that really doesn't affect his body at all. Um, but then I see women are like, please be allies and speak the fuck out. And I'm, and I'm again, I feel... You know, it's if everybody's like, "Well, what are your personal feelings, Mike?" And I'd be like, "Hey, you know what? My personal feelings—you shouldn't fucking ask me. My personal feelings are the joke I did on stage twenty fucking years ago when I said if uh, men can have abortions, they'd have them at fucking drive-throughs. Literally, they would put a beer in your hand, you put your feet in the stirrups, and you'd be in and out of there in fifteen fucking minutes. They would found a way to do it super fucking quick. Uh, so, so don't even. And so, men shouldn't even be able to fucking tell ladies what to do. And and, so, and I see all these men fucking rampaging, and they're just saying stuff like, "Well, uh, you know, what if we uh, we want to be the father of a child?" and the lady decides to kill it, it's like, dude, these are conversations you should have before you fucking stick your dick in somebody, all right? Make sure you talk to someone. And everybody does that thing about duplicitousness, and all well, the lady traps a guy, and she doesn't, dude, quit fucking trying to, that's that's the thing, everybody gets fucking Everybody gets pigeonholed except dudes. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and I know everybody's going to be like, oh, what about uh, you know white men and all the fucking crimes of the century? I, th- yes, because they are, motherfucker. They are. They bought and sold people like fucking cattle. They forced women to have babies, fucking rape and incest. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You know what? You got to carry your rapist's baby. Well, I got news for you, man. I, uh abortion may be illegal, but fucking stairs are still very legal in Alabama. So you got, if somebody rapes some chick and she has a baby, guess what, baby kamikaze from the second floor, Swan dive to the street. I'm going to go and fucking Ted Nugent on that one. And I know it was the seventh floor, but I don't want to kill the chick. I just want to kill the fucking extra baggage that she's carrying that she's going to deliver for fucking raping Jones. God damn. I'm fucking mad. All right. So, but again, you don't want to hear that from me. Everybody wants to hear me be funny. They want to hear me tell gun fun stories about my head through a painting, right? Nobody wants to hear me tell a story about putting my head through a lady's womb and having a baby die. That's fucking an awful story. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, but I, you know what? Here, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to volunteer my services. That's who I am now as a guy. I'm going to be that dude. If you, ladies, if you're pregnant. And uh, and you and you want me to smash my head through your womb like a goddamn painting, so I can give you some sort of weird head abortion? I can am happily happily gonna do that. Whatever you need, I'm volunteering my services. I actually looked into. All right, I looked into walking chicks at Planned Parenthood, um, but it's really not a problem here in California. You know what I mean? Like I looked into Burbank, and then there's Van Nuys. Um, and I called, and it's an eight hundred number. You know what I mean? So they don't have any fucking answers for you. But I, I uh, but I, I, I should, I should just go. I should go to the clinic and ask if you guys need me to hang out and fucking help people out. But at the same time, how fucking creepy and weird is that? Hey, excuse me. You don't know me, but I was just driving by and saw the sign. Could I possibly walk these girls into the abortion room? Not unlike a homecoming court, they could put their arm in mine. I'll pin a flower on their dress, and I'll walk them in safely so that they can put their legs up and get rid of this fucking fucking mistake Uh, I don't know man I I don't fucking have any clue I don't know what's happening in this world I don't know why anybody gives a fuck what I think about what's happening in this world and yet in my we're all that's the problem everybody got a fucking megaphone they're like excuse me point of of parliamentary procedure the lady when she's carrying the embryo is the size of peanuts shut up Nobody fucking cares. Tweed. You're going to a fucking walk. Hang your fucking Ivy League tie up. Bang your pipe on the heel of your fucking Weegean. And just sit the fucking one. Sit this one out. Just sit it out. That's what I'm to tell you. I'm not even going to say sit the fuck down. Sit this one out. You want to pipe up occasionally when you've got a fucking, like I said, put your bow tie on and pontificate and stroke your fucking mustache and cough up your goddamn hickory smelling smoke from whatever the pipe thing you're inhaling. If it's going to be about space or some bullshit like that, then we want to hear from intellectuals. But if it's going to be just about ladies and their bodies, just sit this one the fuck out and and let anybody with tits step to the microphone, please. Can we do that? And that's probably reductive and I don't mean it to be, but at the same fucking time, it's like that's that's who matters. You know what? Plumbing fucking matters. If you want somebody to work on your plumbing, you don't call a fucking electrician. So get somebody who knows plumbing. And ladies know their plumbing, and they know about babies, and they know about wombs, and, and they know about the little kid who lives in their stomach, and what the fuck happens there. And Jesus fucking Christ, man. Leave these people alone. Can we just do that? Quit trying to make people live according to your make-believe fucking coloring book, please, with all the guys with the fucking beards and the sandals and the begat, 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 and the fucking Jesus and the nonsense, and they're you know, all mad at Mary Magdalene and whoever the fuck else. You know what? You know what the Bible was good for? A musical. That was it. It was good for a fucking musical, and it was good for a fucking interlude musical. There you go. Hosanna, haysanna, schmitty, 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 schmitty. That's me. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was good for. Don't fucking open that shit up and try to tell me how to live my life in two thousand fucking nineteen because it's not going to apply at all to anyone. And even if you're telling me, I don't give a fuck if you're telling me because I like literally the thing I want to do all the time now and I just... I don't have the time to respond to these motherfuckers, but I want to so badly. I want to dive into these fucking guys on Twitter. Whenever they're like, uh, I saw somebody today, they were quoting scripture and they're just like, you know, um, this is not to be hassled out. This is not men deciding your fate. This is the almighty creator of life itself. And he is the one you will have to answer to. And I'm going to go great, Jan. Then why don't you fucking get off Twitter and let somebody live their fucking life? Quit trying to judge somebody through the prism of your fucking bullshit coloring book. Because you know what? You don't have to get, you don't get to tell anybody how to live their fucking life just because you want to live your life that way. Again, you want to live your life that way that's totally fine you want to have babies all the babies you want to get raped and get incested and go ahead and have all the fucking kids good for you enjoy it have a whole brood of children you don't want to fucking appreciate or love and have a government that doesn't want to pay for them when they get into fucking school Jesus fuck, man, but don't tell anybody else how to live their goddamn life unless you're willing to go ahead and pony up some money or help them the fuck out, because that's another thing. You are now just fucking... This is literally another poor tax. It's another thing when they're going after fucking people. You know, I always read these stories all the time about how, you know, Walmart is coming to town, and they're crushing these fucking local businesses, and then Walmart fucking bails on these small places, and nobody can get fucking fresh vegetables. There's all these towns where nobody can get fresh vegetables, and I'm like... It it doesn't sound like a problem at first, but then if you really think about it in the abstract, it's like people have to drive 20 miles to get cauliflower. And I know if you're like, well, I fucking hate cauliflower. That's totally fine. But if you're just the only fucking thing you can eat in your fucking small shit town is fucking Taco Bell or cans of fucking sodium filled goddamn canned chunky soup, you're going to die, man. It's just a poor people tax. Making them fucking drive 25 miles to get a goddamn apple is fucked. You can't do this to poor people. Just like you can't tell them how to live their fucking lives. And I know there. the problem is a lot of poor people won't fucking move either. That's the thing. All these coal mining idiots and shit are like, hey, these jobs are coming back. Are they really? Are they? You know, I, I guarantee it. You know when coal mining comes back? When a Tyrannosaurus Rex comes and starts digging the mines for you, you fuck. Sometimes the world just moves the fuck on. Sometimes things happen. And I'm not telling you got to learn to code, but maybe you get a shovel and you start to learn how to shovel something else besides fucking coal. How about some shit? Raise some horses. Get a farm. All the farmers are getting fucked now, too, because we're not letting the Chinese come to town with all their fucking tariffs and that bullshit. But I guess we gave the farmers $12 billion, but then that $12 billion, then we used it to buy more soybeans from them because we're not sending our soybeans to fucking China. Do you understand any of this bullshit? I know I fucking don't, and I guess I'm not supposed to because who the fuck am I? I'm one bedroom apartment fucking Wilson, and that's why I'm podcasting Pete, and I'm here telling you a goddamn story about what the fuck I don't know. And not that you didn't fucking guess that on your own. Again, I beat up a car. Nobody gives a fuck what I have to say about these things. I've gone, I put my head through a fucking painting. I've done dumb shit in my life, and that was the whole point of this goddamn show. But then, as I watch the world just fucking atrophy and fall the fuck apart, and I just don't know what the fuck is gonna happen, man. I see people fretting and crying and sad and, and, you know people are saying stuff like I like I read a thing tonight And it was somebody who said that when, you know, they knew somebody who was in the Balkans, I think it was, or whatever the fuck. And they're like, hey, man, uh, you know, everything was fine there. And then all of a sudden, um, one day, the government threw all the Muslims in jail and told everybody that those were bad kids. So, like, this woman's like, I went to high school with a bunch of kids. I went to school. We went and played at the same parks. We went to the mall. We hung out and had fun. And then literally the next day, the government's like, those people are illegal. Don't fucking talk to them. And she said all of her friends were like, yeah, we don't want to talk to them. And she went, how the fuck does that happen? Like, how do you... We're friends with all of these people. We've grown up with these people, but it's somewhere inside people where they're just waiting for the opportunity to tell people to get fucked and to hate. Is that really in there? Is that really inside you? Does everyone have that fucking that that germ of hate that's just waiting to blossom and get watered and just humored in a way where anybody can just go ahead and say, fuck you and shit on some guy who's new? You know, who the fuck are these assholes at the border? There's fucking all these dudes in these goddamn uniforms and they're rousting immigrants as they sneak into the country. Hey, look, nobody should be sneaking into the fucking country, okay? I wish you could go ahead and do it legally and go through the immigration and go through the fucking fence or whatever the fuck you got to do. I don't know the fucking rules, but I'll tell you this. I don't need five fucking fat white guys named Mel with fake badges and real guns fucking people up as they climb over the goddamn fence. The fuck is your problem, man? Don't appoint yourself the fucking bouncers of the United States. Jesus fucking Christ the velvet rope will do its job if it doesn't well then you know what these people will get caught up eventually in the wash i mean here in fucking la we got ice checkpoints i've i've been stopped like 2 3 times and they just all they do is, you know literally it's so weird to be in your own country and i mean look we've had drunk driving checkpoints and shit like that and i guess i never really questioned that cuz in my brain i'm like well you know it's a, it's to keep people safe but ice man And also they'll do this thing now where they'll have like a drunk driving checkpoint, but then there'll be like two dudes who are just kind of sketchy and they look in your backseat while you're talking to the cop. And they're just fucking, those are just ice dudes looking to fucking pinch somebody and throw them in the goddamn wagon. That's it. And, and don't poke your head in my Toyota Camry looking for Dominicans. That's not going to fucking happen. Who the fuck am I? Do I look like a coyote, motherfucker? I'm an Uber driver. Get the fuck out of my way. Jesus Christ. But instead, that's what happens. All these fucking guys, they set up this Red Rover barricade linked arm and i fucking arm, shotgun and shotgun, and they want to go in your trunk and take a look and see who lives in there. It's bad enough they check my fucking car for fruit when I'm driving through fucking San Diego or I'm coming from Arizona. Hey, man, you got a fucking uh, mango in there? Why the fuck would I have a mango in here? Of course not. Well, you can't bring any mangoes into California. What the fuck? Why not? Uh, I don't know. Fruit fly or some bullshit. Anyway, get moving. We were looking for Mexicans. You know what I mean? Oh, mango's code word for Mexican. Hey, man, you got any apples in there? Yeah, I'm, I like apples. I like eating them. I've got a couple for a snack. Throw them away immediately. Why? These apples will take down the entire state. What the fuck? Um, I don't pretend to know. I can't pretend to know. I, I just, I... And look, I need to do more things with my life. I need to sneak out of my house. I need to get friends and go out and do things and, and, and do everything I can to live the life that I want to lead for the rest of it. Because I don't have much time left. I got 25 years. If that, what am I? 51, 52 in July. I got 23 years. I got 23 years left and they're not going to be good years. Let's, let's not tease ourselves. All right. I think maybe three of them are good. And then the other 20, I'm going to walk bent like a question mark. It's going to be fucking terrible. I'm going to need a fucking cane. I'm going to have a fucking weird R crumb drawing beard down to my goddamn ankles. Just a fucking, I'm going to keep stepping on it and tripping over myself, falling face first in the fucking mud. It's going to be awful, dude. And I know that. So i got to make these next three years count because when I hit 55, forget it. Then I'm just on fucking roller skates the rest of my goddamn life heading straight the fuck downhill for some metal corrugated door to make a loud fucking noise. And eventually I'll just be in some YouTube video where everybody points and laughs. Jesus fuck. I don't know. I just I just don't know what to think. I see these people in fucking Alabama and they're just like, and, and cuz they tried this shit like a week and a half ago. They tried to hurry it through and some people jumped up in this in the legislature and just started fucking yelling and going, "No, no, you can't do this shit." So they they waited again till it was like late at night and they snuck it right the fuck through. And uh and there, and and the weirdest thing to me is there are people who agree with it. I don't. I mean, because again, this is another thing. Why well, didn't want to get into this fucking bullshit. Um, there, there's no gray area here. There are people who think abortion is murder, and there are people who think it's it's a woman's right to choose. And there's there's very few people going. Well, I can see the exception if you think about it this way. No, no, fucking nobody. And because again, again, there's no gray area in fucking anything anymore. Anything from I'm talking from fucking um, from curling to foosball to Premier League to baseball to abortion to war with Iran everybody's like yes 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 no 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 yes 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 no 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 and then everybody's like you dick no you're a dick no you're a stupid dick you're the stupidest dick man fucking Iran sucks oh really well abortion's great well you're a fucking jagoff well, oh what well, really well hey tough guy in your mom's basement Jesus fucking Christ everybody die everybody where's a comet we need a fucking comet right you know there's that there's a tool song where he's just like mom's gonna put it all you know mom's gonna fix it all soon mom's coming around to put it back the way it ought to be you know so he's just he's hoping for tidal waves and he's waiting for the fucking comet to end it and I tell you what I don't want it to be that way because because in my better moments when I see my friends I I can think of no better thing in the world than to spend time and laugh and and look in the eyes of people that I love and and Engage with you guys and talk to anybody who cares about me or cares about what I do or or anybody who allows me to care about them or about what they do, and uh, and to reminisce and to think about the things I've done in the past that were glorious and fun and the, and and the hopeful times I'll have in the future. But then at the same time, man, if you take if you side eye the world, you just think to yourself, Jesus fucking Christ, man, I you know. Maybe we build a shed. Maybe we start digging under a fucking tunnel and we make this shit happen. Yeah, I went, you know, it's funny because I went, I tell you, I, I, I lift hard. You know what I mean? So I am I have muscles, but I'm all fat because I, I still have not moved, I put the cardio in there. I mean, I only lost one po- pound in fucking April. I think, I think I told you guys this. I weighed in on May 1st. I lost one pound. And it, it just, it, it knocked my dick in the dirt. I won't lie to you. I've had candy all month. I mean, I just, I, I do this fucking thing. I gave myself permission to fail. It's fucking stupid and I hate myself for it. I'll fix it. But it's just that thing where you're just like, ah, eh, whatever, oh, I can't believe it. I've tried so hard. Yeah, yeah, you fucking dummy. What are you, fucking 11 years old? Boo-hoo, I tried hard. I got to try harder. Yeah, try harder. Don't fucking sabotage yourself again by eating goddamn fucking candy bars and ravioli, you fuck. Um, by the way, I don't eat those together. How good would that be, though? Oh, my God, think about that. Think about getting one of those giant chocolate bars, breaking it into eight sections, and then putting a cheese ravioli between two sections. Oh, does that sound delicious, right? Chocolate ricotta. And a fucking chewy noodle sandwich. Oh, dude, I love it. Do you, do you know how much I love noodles and rice and fucking rye bread? Goddamn, carbs are the enemy. I'm supposed to keto myself. I'm supposed to keto so I can get fucking thin. I want to be wafer fucking thin. I want to be picklock lock thin. That's what I want to be. I want you to be able to pick me up and slide me through a fucking door jam and open up a goddamn lock so we can break into somebody's house and fuck them up. That's what I want to be, baby. I want to be the vanguard. I want to use, use me to pick a fucking lock. I want to be fingernail thin. Oh, dude, I just want to be that guy. I want to be a color form. I want to be just, you know what I want to be? Here's what I, here's how thin I want to be. I want to be as thin as those things you put on your tongue that dissolve and make your breath fresh. What the fuck are those things called? Dental strips or dental fucking, it's like, you know, literally it was like some fucking dentist who did LSD as a kid was like, Hey, what if we brought this to fucking just mint? You know what I mean? What if we made LSD, but it was minty and it fixed your breath instead of getting you high. And, uh, and so everybody fucking puts like micro dots or fucking sugar cubes or whatever the fuck in their mouth. And it just makes them their breath fresh and good for them. Good for you. Dentist who thought that shit up. That guy's a genius. That guy, that was just a guy who got tired of staring into mouths. That was a dentist who was like, you know what, man? I am thumb deep in molars all the fucking time. I gotta invent some shit so I can stay home. And then he came up with the breath strip, and everybody's like, what the fuck is this? He goes, watch this. It's like there's this because it doesn't really. There's no materials at all. It's just it's just mint and hope. That's all the fucking breath strip is. You pop open, All you got to do is make the little plastic container. You pop it open. You slide out a little fucking mint. It looks like fucking plastic wrap or some shit. And you put it on your tongue. Gone. Fucking gone. And ah, minty fresh breath. You can make out with whoever the fuck you want when you put a couple of those in your goddamn mouth. You can eat a whole onion. You can eat an onion like a fucking apple. You can eat an entire fucking bag of onions if you want and then you just fucking pop that thing open, put it on your tongue, melts, dissolves, (sighs) perfect breath and you can kiss everybody within a four mile radius and they're never going to go, you had a fucking onion. Now, I will tell you this, please get consent. As we know, times have changed. Certainly in the old days when the breast strip was invented, you could eat a bunch of onions, eat a bunch of breast strips and then go fucking make out with everybody at every goddamn store or whatever the fuck you went into. But now, please, make sure you ask permission. You need to go ahead and at least get consent. Uh, but that motherfucking guy I love that guy anytime I see some weird ass invention where I'm like this dude invented this shit he's a fucking king like who was the guy who saw aquarium rocks and went that should be a cereal? Oh, yes. And you know what we do? We slap Fred Flintstone in the box. We sell it to everybody, and they eat the fuck out of it. Boom, Fruity Pebbles. That's right. And, you know, every time I eat Fruity Pebbles, they're delicious. And I think to myself, God, I love these. And at the same time, I just go, these look just like aquarium rocks. Like, I just, I think about putting a, you know what? I won't lie to you. Oftentimes, I will put a scuba diver directly in the middle of the cereal bowl just so I can feel like I'm having an aquarium eating experience. Because how many times have you been looked at an aquarium and thought to yourself, Jesus, I wish I could eat everything in that fucking aquarium. How great would that be? Holy fuck. You know what, man? I want to chew the fuck out of those fish. I want to swallow that diver hole. And I just want to eat those rocks by the goddamn handful because they're so bright and shiny. I just want to eat bright and shiny shit. All your food should be bright and shiny. Like when you cook a steak and it gets that pink on the inside, that's beautiful. And it's got that sear on the outside. It's kind of brown. I get that. But what if you cooked your steak and it just turned like fucking bright green and then you cut it open and it was just glorious pink, pink and green. Wouldn't you eat a neon fucking steak? I saw a guy... Like, I was watching the fucking game tonight. It was the Blazers and the Warriors. And fucking Damian Lillard was wearing the brightest green shoes I've ever seen. And I'm like, that is fucking genius. And I'm sure the people are like, oh, what an eyesore. Because they're fucking Jaguars. Dude, I hate the fucking world. They had the NBA draft lottery the other day. And the NBA draft lottery, like, Zion Williamson is going to be the first pick. So the Pelicans win it. And the Bulls got fucked. But then all these people are like, oh, man, it sucks that the Knicks didn't win and the Lakers. So now Zion should go back to school. Like, it's... I... I hate this fucking world because all they will do is make decisions for everybody else. Like I said, don't tell anybody they can't have a a, a baby. Don't tell anybody they have to have a baby. Don't tell Zion Williamson he has to go back to school or he should be a fucking Nick. Let the guy love his career. Let him come into the NBA. Play three years. Get a shoe deal. Be a Pelican. Be a Pelican for three fucking years. New Orleans is a nice place. I mean, it's a good city. They support their teams. They, They love the Saints. I mean, granted, they don't have a hockey or baseball team, which is why they throw all their love into the fucking Pelicans in the goddamn basketball season. Now, look, the owners of the Pelicans suck because they own the Saints, and so the Pelicans are like the little brother of the Saints. And also, let's be honest, uh, it's a lot of black dudes, so I'm sure it's it's the South, so they're just like, ah, yeah, they're these black dudes will get it done for us. And it's just a weird dynamic. Any sports with all this all black dudes, like basketball, white owner, black guys, it's just a fucking bad look. And I know it's a real look, and it's supposed to be the look, and that's the way it's supposed to be. And we need more minority ownership, and it's never going to change ever because no one's going to. to. happen to fix anything in this goddamn world without it fucking benefiting them in some fucking way. We need minority ownership. We need all sorts of stuff. We need everything. You know what we need? We need an edible aquarium. Uh, Like I said, I've often looked at the aquarium and thought, Jesus, I wish I could eat that tree in there. Holy fuck, look at those fish. Would I chew them? Would I swallow them whole? Who knows? Because I've often thought about that. You know, there was a, a contest. Hold on, yawning, fuck. When I was a kid, I would always read about like colleges would have a contest and they would do this thing where they would swallow goldfish like a gold, whatever the fuck. And, uh... I don't, I don't think guys chewed it. I think they would actually swallow the whole goldfish. like it was when I was with Jill and she would be in these jalapeno eating contests they would get these fucking big ass jalapenos and and put them on the fucking the the plate and everybody chewed them or whatever the fuck. And in my mind, I was like, I would just swallow those fucking things whole like especially if they were fucking like because they, they was they were these uh they were the jalapenos they weren't dry right out of the garden jalapenos. They were like fucking canned jalapenos that were in fucking jalapeno brine or whatever the fuck. Uh, you know, like in that, in that, in that fucking pepper cum that they stored in, whatever the fuck. So they, they would open that and they would just flop these big ass peppers out and people would be chewing them, which is, and that's just like eating a fucking wet tire. Like what the fuck are you doing to yourself? What I would do is I would bite it in half and just swallow it. Cause I mean, in the old days, dude, I could do that shit all the fucking time. I could swallow anything fucking whole. Anything you put in front of me was going right down my throat, and I wasn't gonna think fucking twice about it. I should probably rephrase that, probably. Uh, but but at the same time, I'm not kidding. I mean, I you know, like it's the same principle of with me being able to chug fucking beer when I could just open my throat and fucking gone a whole cup of beer. I could do the same thing with swallowing shit whole. Like if I if I, I and I I'd, I'd done it like when I was a kid. If my mom ever made something that I didn't want to eat and I had to finish it, I would just literally swallow it whole. I would never chew it. Uh, I think what we're discovering about me is that I'm a fucking monster. I think now that we think about it, we go ahead and realize I'm one of the monsters who dances around the fire and where the wild things are. That's, that could be me. Uh, I used to love them. I, God, I love that book. You know what other book I, I saw the other day that I remembered it that I liked? Um, who's the? Isn't there like a man who gives away caps? Uh, it's like a, it's, I saw the cover on Twitter the other day. Someone made, cause someone made a joke. Uh, someone, all right. They had that fucking met gala and gala, gala, whatever the fuck. And someone showed up with like five hats on and, uh, and a, a woman on Twitter. Uh, she, or it, it might've been even Margaret Cho. And she put out a picture of the woman with the hats and then she put the cover of the book and she said, uh, caps for sale. Uh, Nicki Minaj has caps for sale. And the guy on the cover of the book looked like Paul F. Tompkins, so I actually tweeted her back and I said, "As does Paul F. Tompkins." Um, but I remember the the caps for sale story. I remember it. It's such. Uh, and again, this is so weird. I don't like things that are gentle. All right, I don't. I I'm trying to learn that about myself. I'm threatened by gentility. Uh, I prefer aggression and I prefer violence. And uh, and I I I. I I like calm, you know, I like to sit by myself and I like, but but as far as entertainment or films or anything like that, I don't care for, uh, gentleness. I I know it's, it's, it's a weird, even the word it throws me off a little bit. I don't know why. Um, you know, I am sure it's some childhood thing where I came from chaos. Who the fuck knows? I'm learning all sorts of shit about myself these days, but, uh, but I don't, it's like, so it's, it's what I talked about Winnie the Pooh on here. Uh, and I talked about it on, on the Twitch stream where I, I hate Winnie the Pooh. I just don't get it. I, he's too, he's too gentle. It's not even that he's nice. I like nice. If you were nice or whatever, or you're kind, I like that. But gentle is just like when you're just like, Oh, Oh, bother. Oh, oh, and you're all like kind of passive and inert. Ugh, just fucking seize the reins on your life. Bear, put some fucking pants on and live your life. Let your fucking donkey cheer up and go kiss the pig and just fucking move on with your fucking life or eat the pig even better. Be a bear. Assert your bearness. Throw on some goddamn pants. Put the honeypot down. Bite the head off the fucking pig and cheer up the fucking dinosaur or whatever the fuck donkey. Get him some goddamn medicine. Do do anything. And I see then I'm on board. He fucking eats the pig. He gives uh, just just throws a bottle of fucking uh, uh, uppers down the throat of the fucking donkey. And then and, or, or maybe he fucking levels him out. What, what, I don't know what do they give you. Zoloft. Get him some Zoloft. Get some fucking, uh, uh, what was the old one? I can't even remember the name, Paxil? No, what the fuck was the medicine with the P? It was a Prozac, there you go. Get some fucking Xanax, get some Prozac, do something, some Zoloft. I just I just came up with three different medicines to fix your donkey friend. Shove him in his ass. He's an ass, he's truly an ass because he's a donkey. You know what? Shove your ass full of Xanax and then fucking bite the head off Piglet, take off his stupid pajamas before you cook him and then just put on some pants yourself. And then you know what? Run the run the show in the fucking woods. Smoke somebody, kill somebody, go find some campers and eat them. Jesus, fuck. I just I just don't care for the whole oh boohoo, I'm very sad because I'm a bear and nobody likes me. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> I don't know if he's stupid, but at the same time, maybe he's very smart. He could be you know what? Look, he's very intelligent. Certainly he's a talking bear. As I've said on stage before, here was a joke I used to do in my act a million years ago. Uh, you know, some animals need, I, I said, I don't understand why they put animals in clothes and ads, you know, Smokey, the bear comes out of the woods and he tells me, Hey, you know what? You got to put that fire out. Uh, I get news for you. Talking was enough to impress me. Smokey, you don't need five Oh ones and a pith helmet to get your point across. Uh, now some animals do need clothes, McGruff the crime dog. Now, if you've got a dog who comes in and starts to tell me how to do long division and to lock my doors at night, well, I'm not going to fucking listen to him. However, you put him in a trench coat. I'm going to listen to every word that fucking dog says. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but this, and this is why I don't do stand up any longer. Certainly. These are clearly, you can see why the, why my act failed on its face as I do old jokes from 25 years ago. Um, and those weren't, God, that is 25. Holy fuck. What are we in 2019? So we're looking at 19 and we're looking at 90. Holy Jesus. Yeah. You know what? Motherfuckers. That's 94. That's probably right around then boy oh boy look at see look at me closing it down out there in the yoder rooms look at me middling all over goddamn middle america bringing a mcgruff the crime dog and smoky the bear and his 501s and a melt to get the point across hey you don't need 501s and a pill piltrum to get your point across oh boy now some animals conversely I would even say conversely I would use words that like again I'm middling for drunks in Iowa. And I would say, conversely, there is a dog, or, you know, there is an animal who does need clothes to get his point across. And they're like, what? What did he say? Is that shoes? What are you talking about? You're talking about shoes now? Fuckhead? Converse? What the fuck, man? Bo Headliner, please! <laughs> I'd be dragged off with a big hook. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, that's bullshit, actually. I killed all over the places in middle. Oh my God, I'm the best middle you'll ever have. And that's a lie. But still, at the same time, I did okay. I mean, I, I was funny. Fuck that. I was funny. Whether you liked it or not. If you didn't like me, that's fine. But if you liked me, then you realize, oh, that's a funny fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> so I, but yeah, but a guy with questions, a guy who doesn't know what the fuck is going on with the world. I don't, I can't, like I said, everything's going to fucking tits up and I don't know what the fuck to do. I, cause a part of me, you know, I don't like guns and I've talked before about possibly getting a gun. I don't want to fill my house with fucking hoarder food. I don't want to call Jim Baker and have me send a box uh, and send me a box of grain that I could add water to and survive for six months. Is that any kind of life? If the if the fucking apocalypse hits, if shit hits the fan, if it goes miracle mile, man, I mean, I just, I might just run out into the fucking street and hope to get pegged. And I don't mean fucked in the ass by a girl with a fucking dildo. Although you never know. Honestly, if it's my last day on earth, I'm I, all bets are off. Who the fuck knows? Baby, if, if it's my last day on earth, pegging might be on the table. Uh, I get a news for you. It's not my last day on earth. Hey, how you doing, ladies? Alright, uh, we'll see you in July. Hi, pegging. All right, so here's the deal. I don't know what the fuck to do with the world. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't even I don't even know my place in it anymore. You know, I'm this. I'm 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 a funny guy, but at the same time everybody has that voice where they want to talk. And I, I tell you again, did I wanna go into one fucking abortion rant here? I I didn't, but I do because I want to talk about it. I wanna be an ally, I wanna let you know, I I wanna be that guy who, who gets his opinion out there, but at the same fucking time, who the fuck cares about my opinion? am I'm a fucking jamoke nobody should give a fuck what i think and that's how i feel about all the other jamokes out there i mean i have just been besieged on facebook and twitter by everybody with fucking sideways opinions of this shit and every man and all these other fucking people stepping up and you're just like i don't know man was this was this worth the the even the wear and tear on your fingers to type this and hit send i don't fucking know man i guess If you're, and again, there's these phrases called virtue signaling and there's all these other phrases called, you know, you're you're, whatever the fuck. And, and I know you're not doing that. I know you genuinely feel these things. Nobody, no, look, nobody's typing shit. On Facebook or whatever, to go to then just go, haha, maybe now I'll get laid because I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of abortion. I, I don't fucking think that's why anybody does it. Certainly, there are guys out there who are duplicitous and try to use any fucking means. And yeah, there are guys who are the Malcolm X of pussy, you know what I mean? Where they're like, hey, man, by any means necessary, I'm going to try to knock it down. But at the same fucking time, I think there are genuinely good and kind people out there who want to support. And I'm one of them, I try to be that guy. But Jesus fucking Christ, at the same time, I have to think to myself eventually, man, nobody wants to fucking hear this from me. You know, I, I, cause I, cause I don't want to hear it from anybody else. I see, I see fucking, look, man, I'm sure Andy Richter's a, ter- a terrific guy. I've, I've met him a couple times. He seemed very friendly and nice. He was very kind to me. But, uh, but I mean, I just, I just don't need his take on everything. I don't need these guys who become these pundits. You know, there's a guy named Blaine Kapach who's fucking hysterical. And he at least, ma- he, he he makes jokes. He He's funny. Like the stuff that he writes, because you have, look, you don't ever question where he stands and he's funny. It's just when guys get their head up their own ass and they start saying the same shit over and over and you're just like, I don't even, and it, look, I'm going to stop myself right here because this is inappropriate. I should not be telling anybody what they can and can't say because I my whole life, my whole fucking career is predicated on being able to say whatever fucking dumb thing pops into my goddamn head. Um, where I'm running afoul of things is in wondering to myself, well, fuck, do you, do you really need to share your your thoughts on abortion? Because like I said, um, you know my thoughts on our abortion is, hey, get'. Them. Good for you. Do what you got to do, whatever your body and you know what if you want to have a baby, have a baby too. Do that. And if you know what, if you want to get an abortion when you're 22 and have a baby when you're 23, that's fine. You know why? Because it's your fucking vagina. And I got no say in it, man. None. Uh, If I don't want to have a kid with you, I'll fucking put a condom on and we'll make it work out that way. You know what I mean? And if we're going to try to have a kid, we'll do it the other way. I mean, whatever the fuck. But you got to be on board with that shit. Uh, and if you're not, I get it. So I I get news for you. We will unfortunately make that uncomfortable driver. You can plan B or whatever the fuck you got to do. And, and, and done, please live your life the way you want to live your life, live it accordingly, live it respectfully, make yourself happy and just be cool to everybody else. That's all you got to fucking do. Don't pull out some mythical fucking book that's available free in every goddamn hotel room and go, well, if you look over here, this guy, Deuteronomy, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. First of all, spell your name fucking right. Second of all, you, you sound like a car part. Nobody wants to hear what you got to say. And if you're going to tell me I begat life and begat death and begat a dinosaur or whatever the fuck, nobody gives a shit about you and your book. Take a fucking walk. You want to live by your book? Go ahead. This is just as stupid as you being mad at people with Sharia law. It's just as you're, you're just you're imposing draconian laws upon women, just like the Muslim people that you claim are fucking ruining the world. What the fuck is your problem, man? And I understand. And then here's the thing that I hate is this fucking eighth degree fucking brain chest where everybody's like, if, it happens whenever Trump says anything stupid. And they're like, well, he doesn't really mean that. You know, you got to understand his tweets. He's an entertainer, essentially, and even being the president. But he doesn't really mean that shit. But then six months later, I got news for you. All the guys he hired did that shit. So fuck, man, don't tell me that he didn't mean it because he said it. And it fucking happened. He actually said, like, in two, I don't know, fucking two years ago where he's like, hey, they asked him about abortion. He's like, well, he goes, by the time I'm done, I'll have all the courts packed with enough people who are going to go ahead and fucking take it off the table. I'm not going to have to worry about abortion. And everybody back then was just like, ah, well, he doesn't mean it. That'll never happen here. And the next thing you fucking know, there's guys in Alabama hurrying, you know, and fucking old white guys get they get busy fucking dying. Do me a favor. Take half the phrase from Shawshank and speed it the fuck up. No get busy living. You motherfuckers get busy dying. Go home, drink your sweet tea, eat your fucking biscuits, have a fucking coronary, and get buried in your yard like Elvis. Nobody needs to fucking hear from you guys anymore telling women what the fuck to do. Jesus, fuck. You know what You want know to tell women what to do? Go to your house. Tell your wife and your daughters what to do and have them hate you from inside the fucking four walls you've put up and, and around yourself to keep yourself safe from a world that you refuse to fucking engage in and instead you want to be a bully to. You fucking head jobs. What the fuck? Hate them. Hate them them all don't get it don't understand it how dare you and then a woman signs the bill a woman governor a woman who's been twice divorced and didn't have any fucking kids so she's never had to make this fucking choice or decision in her goddamn life And she's going to tell other women how to live her fucking life get out of here how dare you with the stroke of a pen alienate half the fucking world jesus fuck And it's not the other way where somebody can just go, well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm against abortion. So, uh, if I make the law, then I, I'm sorry that I offended anybody. But at the same time, when you make the laws that say it's okay for abortion, you're offending me. No, I'm not. I'm not coming into your house and telling you to have a fucking abortion. I'm telling you to stay out of everybody else's fucking life. You want to control shit, control the shit within your walls, your house. Like I said, make sure your daughter doesn't have an abortion until she's 18 or whatever the fuck. And then she moves the fuck out because you can't understand why your draconian rules were fucking strangling her to goddamn death. And also look, I understand there's a bunch of Christian kids. There's 15 year old girls, 18 year old girls, girls who live lives and they live chaste lives and they fucking, they're Christians and they love the Bible. Good for you. I hope you're happy. Just don't fucking tell your neighbor what they have to fucking do. Quit trying to enforce your fucking rules and your laws on everybody the fuck else because you're just ruining it. And unfortunately they're winning. That's the thing that drives me out of my fucking skull, man. The thing that drives me fucking crazy is they're winning. Like I, I, I see people in and social media, people I know, and, and they're on board with this or they, you know, they'll, they'll put up that picture of a fucking literally a cashew nut and they're like, this is a life. Nah, it's not a fucking life. Literally. That's, that's just, that's. God damn it, I just, it's, you know, and there's always these stories, too, they talk about how the sanctity of human life and shit like that, and all this, I'm, dude, you ever read the stories about, like, a fat girl who doesn't know she's pregnant, and then all of a sudden she fucking shits her kid out, and she's just like, oh, man, I didn't even know what fucking happened, duh, and I, I'm like, how, the how, uh, the sanctity of life, what does that mean to that person, or to these other people and shit like that, that's just, that's just, uh, I'm I'm going off on a thing that doesn't really matter <laughs> at this point, I I, but this is what happens, man. You start spinning the hamster wheel in your fucking head into goddamn circles, and you don't know what to fucking think anymore. You just don't know what to fucking think anymore. I just saw a story in Chicago. Three three people kidnapped a woman. They told her they were going to give her baby clothes, and they cut her baby out of her stomach or out of her womb, whatever the fuck. And just and just, I, I mean, where do we live? Who are we? What are we doing? People denying science. You know, I, I talked last week. I said, measles are back. What the fuck? And then I, I, I had a gentleman who wrote me, or I think it was a gentleman I, I, on Instagram. And he's just like, man, don't talk about shit that you haven't, you haven't studied. You know, you need, don't have a firm opinion on stuff that you don't know. And I wrote him and I said, my firm opinion is that people who aren't vaccinating their kids are a danger to everybody else. Because he was saying that, hey, we've all been vaccinated, so we're safe. And so I sent him a fucking article that says, no, man, people born before 1967 need to be revaccinated because the fucking, it wasn't the same combination of medicines. Uh, and then he wrote me back, which I haven't read yet. And, uh, and, but it was respectful because I even said to him and I go, Hey, look, th- but thank you for sending this and good luck. And, and, you know, I- I'm glad you're listening. Uh, but at the same time, if you, if, and cause he even he said it was Darwinism. So I guess he's thinking that, and again, I didn't read it, so I don't want to speak out of context, but fuck it. I will, because it's my fucking show. He said Darwinism. So I guess he's thinking that anybody stupid enough not to vaccinate their kid is going to wind up dead and that's okay for the rest of us. But the problem is if you don't vaccinate your kid. And it, 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 you know, they're having these measles parties and whatever the fuck. And then say your measles kid goes to fucking Walmart and he walks up and down the sporting goods aisle. And then three other kids are down there picking out baseball gloves for their little league. And then they get fucking measles and they fucking pass the fuck out and die. And the next thing you know, again, Captain trips is here and we're all living in the fucking stand and Randall flag won't fucking do the things you want her to do. And there's a crow in your fucking living room. You want a crow in your fucking living room? If you don't then vaccinate your fucking kids, fucking Captain trips. You're inviting it. You're inviting this shit. All these fucking, literally, all these books, you went Captain Trips, everybody's like, hey, I never once read a Stephen King book and went, you know what, this would be cool if it was true. Holy shit, no, I don't want a killer clown biting my fucking face. I don't have to have a circle jerk with a bunch of other kids to try to have a fucking seance and keep a killer clown from killing my whole fucking town. Uh, I don't want to have to fucking have a gypsy touch my face. Well, actually, bullshit. I take that back. I do. If I, I do want a gypsy to touch my face and say thinner. Where are you, gypsy? Get over here. Touch my face and save me. I'm eating chocolate bars and trying to kill myself every fucking day on the reg, and I need you to come here and just fucking slide your bony ass gypsy face across me and just go thinner, thinner, and then there you go. I start losing weight. I start looking good. I start feeling good about myself. My life turns around. That's all I need. You know what I need? An angry gypsy. That'll fix my fucking life. (laughs) Let's do it. Bring on the angry gypsy. (laughs) Once that fucking happens, everything will be perfect. That's all I need to do to change my life and to change my luck going forward, baby. Let's bring on the motherfucking angry gypsy. Who the fuck read a Stephen King book and said, let's do this. Let's fucking make it happen. Hey, let's not vaccinate our kids so Captain Tripp shows the fuck up. Hey, how great would this be? <laughs> no, it would suck. Hey, how great would it be if a demon possessed this car and then it fucking ran over all my enemies and I fell in love with it? Jesus, that would be awesome. No, stop. They all think the Bible's real. Now you fucking think Stephen King can't be real by telling people to not vaccinate. You don't think Captain Trips will show the fuck up, you idiots? Jesus. Fuck. <sighs> It's over, man. It's fucking over. Like I said, I don't even know what the fuck to do with myself. Like I, you know, I I don't want guns. I don't want to fucking have hoarder food. I don't want to have a bunch of shit like to just to try to stay alive. But at the same time, part of me thinks I should. You know, part of me thinks I should start really doing hardcore boxing and Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, and fucking Judo, just so I can handle myself in the middle of the fucking apocalypse and all the shit hits the fan. I went and saw John Wick tonight. Let's talk about that for just a second. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to tell you this. John Wick would shoot every single one of the Avengers in the face and laugh and not even laugh. He would just do it with grim determination. He would murder all of the Avengers just because he had to just because you know what? If one of the Avengers even fuck it, like say the Hulk steps on his dog. You don't think John Wick would fuck the Hulk up. I like the Hulk. I certainly t- I have, a, I have a lot of faith in him. I don't know if I have a lot of faith in smart Hulk, smart Hulk fucking look, I'm not going to lie. And, and look, I maybe I'm spoiling Avengers. I don't mean to now. I apologize, but it's been two fucking weeks. All right. Three weeks, whatever the fuck. Um, did not care for Smart Hulk. You know why? I like Hulk. I like Hulk beating the shit on everybody. I don't mind Smart Hulk for a little bit, but at some point, you got to let Smart Hulk fly off the fucking handle and be crazy fucking Hulk. Let him be Hulk Hulk. He can be smart Hulk for a while, he can can dab and do fucking selfies, he can eat a pile of sausages and make us all laugh, he can ride in the back of a pickup truck and everything's fine and he's friends with a fucking rabbit, but you know what motherfuckers, eventually the Hulk has to be the Hulk, he has to tear his purple pants, he has to rip off his fancy sweater, he has to shave his gray stubble, he's gonna fuck somebody up, he's the goddamn Hulk. Same thing with Fat Thor, I like Fat Thor, it's certainly fun for the beginning, but what the fuck? I had to deal with Fat Thor all all fucking movie long. And then I got people telling me they're explaining it. And I understand this. This was the logic my friends told me. They're like, hey, dude, Fat Thor was great because it showed that, you know what? Even gods got to go through these terrible things with their brain. And eventually they get all fucking laid low and depression is a real thing. And then you wind up getting body shamed and whatever. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, that's a level of, of thinking. That's a depth of thinking. I don't need with Thor, the God of Thunder. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's terrific. He wears a winged hat and he carries a giant fucking hammer that only he can lift. We thought, but sure enough, when he gets fat, I don't need him to be fat the entire fucking movie. I don't need him to cry all the fucking time crying Thor. I get it. You're doing it for fucking laughs. And, uh, and, and look, I liked Endgame. game. I did, but I don't, I just don't need fat Thor and, and, and smart Hulk the entire fucking movie. If you give me Fat Thor, that means eventually we have to have a hero moment where Fat Thor becomes regular Thor again. If you give me Smart Hulk, eventually Smart Hulk has to fuck off and Hulk out the fuck on somebody's brain and fucking smash these. You know why? Again, literally, it's not Hulk read. It's not Hulk math. It's Hulk smash. That's what he says. He says Hulk smash. He doesn't go Hulk divide. He doesn't go Hulk James Joyce. I mean, none of that shit happens. He's not like Hulk English. No, no. Hulk teach. Hulk doesn't teach. Hulk smash. And there's an opportunity. There's literally an opportunity. And guess what? I understand that they probably went, well, this is too simple. But this is your perfect opportunity for it to happen. When Smart Hulk visits Fat Thor, when Smart Hulk met Fat Thor, and they went to the deli, and Smart Hulk faked an orgasm, and Fat Thor's mom said, I'll have what she's having. Uh, literally, when, when, when Smart Hulk visited Fat Thor and they realized Fat Thor is playing video games and he lives with fucking, uh, Grog or whatever the fuck that dude's name was, who I love, uh, hey, new Doug, uh, <laughs> but, but then when fucking Hulk, Thor grabs Hulk by the shirt and he starts talking shit to him and, and Hulk has that thing where he calms down and he stares at him, takes a beat and he just goes, you can take your hand off me. And, uh there's your moment there's the two of them who go they should go round and round and fuck up new asgard and uh and what should happen is the hulk should get the better of fat thor in the fight because fat thor is out of shape and he hasn't fucking been in any combat for a while and that should be the moment where he goes holy fuck what have i done to myself and hulk picks him up brushes him off and thor's just like you okay and hulk's like yeah i'm okay and then fucking rocket is just like uh you fucking guys are crazy because again he he hulked the fuck out and Thor tried to fight the best he could but he got beat down because you know you can't match his rage especially if you're fat Thor playing video games and eating fucking pizza and donuts you're not going to match the Hulk's fucking rage so let those two go fucking round and round and even if have Val you know what get Valkyrie involved if the two of them want to go round and round cuz then Valkyrie I'll tell you what here's, all right, just, I just on the fly I do it now smart Hulk rages the fuck out he loses control of himself and he starts fighting Fat Thor they start de- tearing the fuck out of new Asgard Rocket just hides cuz he knows he can't do anything about it but then Valkyrie moseys over and she knows Hulk she knows Hulk from Ragnarok so she's the only one who can get through to fucking Hulk Hulk and get him to stop being Hulk smash and get him being back to being smart Hulk Hulk teach or whatever the fuck and so she stops the fight because again she's also a badass she stops the two of them and then you get your bonus uh, woman power moment in addition to the one at the end where you've got 75 women who fight fucking Thanos and then you fucking have Valkyrie stop that fight because Thor respects her and Hulk listens to her and then they fucking both calm down. They look at each other, and get you can even get a funny beat out of it. Where Hulk's just like, "Oh man, that yeah, fuck. Look at I look at my shirt. You know what I mean? He's bummed." And Fat Thor's just like, "Oh man, I gotta get back in shape." And then also the two of them look back at New Asgard, and it's just all the Asgardians furious because they've just built that they've built New Asgard the best they possibly can, and now these two motherfuckers destroyed it in a goddamn fight. And they're just all standing there staring, like literally, it's, if it's like eighty New Asgardians just staring at fucking Fat Thor and Smart Hulk, and Fat Thor and Smart Hulk are like. Oh yeah. Uh, Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Our bad. We uh, we didn't mean. It. There's your moment. There you go. You tied us up. We get a fucking badass fight. We get the two of them getting the Rocky moment where they realize that they're you know Hulk realizes he's really not in control and Thor realizes maybe I can I need to take some control. Valkyrie looks like a badass and then maybe they even rebuild the town. Go ahead and rebuild the town. Like or that's your beat at the end. When he comes back to make Valkyrie the queen and then you just look around and there's the Avengers all like Jimmy Carter building fucking houses. Habitat for Asgardian humanity. There you go. I rewrote the fucking film and made it work. Um, (laughs) Or or hear me out. Or uh, Smart Hulk eats some eggs and Fat Thor yells at a kid on a headset and then John Wick shoots them both in the knee three times and then when they fall on the ground he shoots them both in the neck three times and then he shoots them both in the head three fucking times and they die and John Wick rules the universe, and then John Wick shoots Thanos, and he shoots Iron Man, and eventually John Wick is just like Deadpool, where he's just standing on a pile of dead Marvel heroes because he's the fucking man. Uh, I don't want to spoil it again. I don't want to spoil it for you, but I will tell you this. In watching the John Wick movie, again, it made me go, do I need to be him? And I know that sounds stupid, okay. I know it mean. It sounds silly, ridiculous, but it made me go. Do is this what I need to be to survive in the world that's coming? Do I do I need to be this motherfucking weapons expert? Who because I mean, literally, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. The body count in John Wick is ludicrous. It's just fucking insane. And uh, and look, I don't want to leave a body count in my wake. Although I won't lie to you. In addition to having a theme song, I think the coolest thing you could ever have is a body count. Uh, that's why, It's funny. That's why when guys get, you know, now when you get fucking laid and you, and you get pussy, guys are referring it to as a body count. You know what I mean? Uh, that literally, if you if you have your own theme song, that's badass. But if you've got a body count or a trail of dead, holy fuck. That's, that's even cooler than a theme song. I got to lie. And John Wick has a body count and a trail of fucking dead, baby. And uh and I guarantee you there'd be a green skin motherfucker and a god of war and a jut jawed fucking Captain America and all those motherfuckers would just be lying dead in a pile if John Wick got to go after him. Because he is just he is he is a superhero at this point. It's just, you know, the first movie sets the tone, sets the universe, and it's untouchable. The first movie's right up there with the fucking raid and all these other goddamn action movies, baby. Uh and the second movie advances the story. It's the uh it's the Empire, clearly. Uh, and then this movie is is your Return of the Jedi, and it is this movie. Believe it or not, it's going to sound weird. It is compact. It is tight. It is in a fucking phone booth, baby. It is just. It is glorious, and you got to see it. It's just so good. Um, and I will tell you this. So like, it, when you're watching that kind of a movie, too, you get you get a you just get a spark inside you. You get a feeling where you're just like, man, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what happened to me or why I feel this, but it's just. You know, you 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 wind up on the edge of your seat because he's killing everybody, and you're kind of like, yeah. And I and I have to admit, in the moment, fifty one year old me, because when I was twenty five, that shit's just happening. You know what I mean? I'm watching Freddy Krueger run his fucking claws through everybody's heart. I'm watching Jason cut off people's heads, and you're laughing your fucking balls off. You know, I'm watching Reservoir Dogs, guy gets an ear chopped off, and I'm like, this is fucking badass. I have to admit, as a fifty one year old man, at one point today watching the movie, I was kind of like. Because we're laughing. I mean, theater, there's laughs in this movie. It's just fucking great. You're laughing. You laugh at absurd killings. You laugh at all sorts of stuff. And you're rooting for it. I mean, I was cheering. I was fucking going crazy. The whole crowd was fucking yelling and screaming and cheering and hooting and hollering. It was fucking gorgeous. But also, there's that moment at some point where you, when it's kind of quiet or whatever or something, you know, the action is shifting, whatever the fuck, there's a transition in scenes. And in your brain, you just go, uh... Is this uh, is this appropriate for me to be cheering out loud for a guy to kill hundreds of people? Albeit in cool ways, but he's still killing hundreds of people. And uh and, and I will tell you, I'm, you know, I have the internet, and I told, like I've said before, I've seen some terrible things. in, in the theme song, there's a thing where I, I said, I've read Mark Twain. I think I've earned the right to see somebody get a chainsaw on the fucking face. All right. Well, I happened to. See some things recently where I saw, you know, I've seen guys fall on power lines. I told you I've seen shit from Brazil that'll fucking turn your hair white. I mean, just bad fucking cop shit. And I, I unfortunately, I saw video from the New Zealand shootings in the mosques. And it was one of those things where I, I... I got tricked into watching it because it was supposed to be something different because, you know, if you go to 4chan or anywhere else, it'll be like, hey, check out this hot chick. And then there's like, you know, a chick and she spreads her legs and then all of a sudden it cuts away. Two murders. I mean, you, these are, this is always the risk you take when you go to a 4chan or somewhere terrible like that. You're going to possibly, someone's going to troll you and lure you in and go, Hey, check out this fucking hot redhead. And you're like, dude, she's totally hot. And then all of a sudden a guillotine drops and fucking three guys are murdered. You're like, nah, fuck. Or, you know, you'll see like a, a car accident and a, a, someone's head comes out the way. It's just fucking terrible. And that's how it is. You get fucking, you, you bite the hook. Sometimes you get trolled. Sometimes you see a hot redhead and she splits the pink and you're like, I'm going to fucking jerk off to this. This is awesome. And then sometimes she splits the pink and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's a bunch of people getting murdered in a mosque. I'm going to put my cock away now because this would not be appropriate at all. Uh, and not just because it's inappropriate I'm no longer in the mood to fucking to, to do any left handed work if I'm watching people getting gacked in a mosque it's fucking terrible and I don't want to I don't want to act like I just think it's inappropriate but I could finish I mean I'm, I'm not I, I, I promise you this I tell you this right now this is my solemn promise to you as podcasting Pete uh, I will never finish jerking off while watching people getting shot in a mosque that's never going to happen I, I am never going to be able to reach that pitch where I'm going to just fucking even even if I'm close even if I'm close I'm, I'm sorry I'm letting go i'm gonna i'm gonna edge and i'm gonna throttle down i'm gonna just gonna fucking let it go and i'm gonna go ahead and find something a lot more appropriate to fucking unleash to <laughs> um but watching the movie i have to admit i had the thought in my brain is this appropriate and i've thought it while playing these video games too where i mean i'm laughing shooting people in the fucking face and i talked about gta depressed me and stuff um and, and I'm I'm not saying that these games or these movies are making people do these terrible things. I'm just saying that with these terrible things existing, and then I see a movie that kind of evokes imagery that has really happened in real life. It kind of, even though, you know, this is a ludicrous story, it's fucking so goofy. You know, it, it like it never in real life, a fucking hotel of assassins and all sorts. Of, I don't I want to get into it again. I'm not trying to spoil but at the same time, you know, there still is heavy gunplay. And there's a lot of fucking gunplay in schools and wherever the fuck else. I mean, I saw, I'm sure you saw the clip of the little kid. What was he fucking 11? And he's like, uh, 11 or 12. And he's like, yeah, he goes, uh, I was in the closet when we heard a gunshot. And he's like, uh, yeah, I grabbed an aluminum baseball bat. because so I was going to go down. I was going to go down fighting. I was like, Jesus Christ, that kid's fucking 12. And the worst part of it is, you know, he's coming off like Mike TV out of Willy Wonka, but he's just answering questions. He's a little boy. You know what I mean? And and the CNN anchor is fucking goggle-eyed. She doesn't know what the fuck to say. But the worst part of the interview is his dad beaming next to him. I, I, don't, I don't think I would use another word other than beaming. Just kind of smiling like, that's my boy. That's my boy. I taught him. If anybody starts shooting up his fucking school, grab a baseball bat and cave the guy's fucking skull in. That's my son. And... uh I I, it's funny because the kid is just standing there and the dad is beaming next to him like if I if that was my son I would be behind him with my arms wrapped around him like I would never let him get any further away from me than than, in five inches you know what I mean like he would I would just I would hold him to my chest at all fucking times to make sure he was never unsafe again that kid hid in a closet and held a baseball bat thinking he was gonna have to fucking kill another dude to stay alive and I, I, first of all, I wouldn't even let him go on fucking TV to tell his goddamn story. Fuck this, man. Fuck this spotlight. You're not doing anybody any good. Maybe the kid wanted to talk about it, I suppose. But wouldn't you have him on a fucking therapist couch immediately if he had to fucking hide in a dark closet and hold onto a baseball bat thinking he was at the cave in a shooter's fucking head instead of throwing him on CNN in the middle of the fucking day and having him brag about it? And you just beaming at him like he just said he won the science fair. What the fuck, man? Uh, I don't know. I don't have any kids. Maybe I would beam over my kid trying to throttle some guy or kill him with a fucking baseball bat. Yeah, uh, that's my boy. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So I, I watched the movie. And again, it just, it just, I loved it. I loved every fucking second of it. It was great. But it did, it did make me think. And this is not a thing I ever would have thought of as a younger man. But now I had to think in my brain. I was like, is this, is this a thing? Like, is this something that's appropriate to fucking cheer for? and watch but but we did and i would cheer for it again i would watch it again and i would recommend it to you and you'll cheer and you'll love it it's fucking great it's fucking great and i'll I'll tell you this this happened of course this fucking happened so i went with my buddy john and uh my uh, my trainer and we hung out you know we we went before we watched the basketball game we went to the fucking theater and it's a full house man you know it's it's packed because it's opening night so we're sitting there and uh and a guy comes up and sits next to John. He's like two seats away. And uh, the, the whole row in front of us is full. And we're watching the fucking movie. And I, I smelled it. I was like, what the fuck is that smell? Because it smelled like food. And the arc light, you know, they have sausages. But then they have fucking you know popcorn and candy and shit like that. But they do have these, you know, chicken apple sausages and jalapeno mango, whatever the fuck. Um And, you know, they're sausages, but they don't smell like they don't. It doesn't smell like they're cooking sausage in the joint. You know, if you went to a movie and it smelled like the stockyards, you get the fuck out of there. Uh, So it doesn't smell like a barbecue joint. It just, you know, those because they have them in a fucking drawer. They whatever the fuck they nuke them and they give me in in foil. But I smelled food. And uh, come to find at the end of the movie, we got up to, you know, we made the credits. The lights go up. And I look at the end of the fucking I'm talking to John and next to him on the chair next to him there's taco bell hot sauce packets. And I look at John and I go, did that fucking guy bring taco bell in here? Is that what I smelled? And John goes, Oh yeah. He goes, I knew it the whole fucking time. He goes, I heard him open it. And I go, how the fuck who it's like those ass fucks. I told you, like the guys who would get in my car and put on lotion when I Ubered them or anybody who who buys a fish sandwich and brings it on a plane or anybody wears cologne on a plane. What the fuck are you doing, man? There's other people here in your ecosystem. There's other people trying to exist. And you're going to eat fucking nachos bel grande in a fucking crowded theater. Jesus, what an animal you are. And then here was the worst fucking part, dudes. He fucking left hot sauce packets and napkins on on the seat next to him and on the floor. And then we got up to split and his fucking Taco Bell bag was right next to his chair. The Taco ball bag is in there with the fucking empty, the empty, you know, wrappers or whatever the fuck. I'm like, you, and I looked at John, I go, what a fucking animal. And John, you know, John literally like none of that shit phases him. He is just the most even keel, coolest guy I've ever seen. And I, I've talked to him about it in the past and he's like, well, because when I was a kid, I was a hothead and crazy shit. I would get involved in crazy shit because I can't do it anymore. So I, I, so he never, he's just the coolest fucking dude, man. And so He goes, oh, man, sometimes you got to leave your garbage all over the place. I go, look at that. I go, but what did I go? It's bad enough. You bring it in here. Like I said, you're a fucking animal. If you want to make everybody smell your secondhand fucking garbage. I go, but now you leave it on the fucking floor for these poor guys to fucking clean up. He goes, hey, man, you know, sometimes you got to think about yourself. And then he just starts laughing. And I'm like, oh, fuck this joint, dude. What the how do you? The ArcLight used to be a place. It used to be. It used to be a fucking. There was an ideal they held, <laughs> where you could show up and it was fucking gold. You just you lived your life and you did the the, the right thing and you and oh, people it used to you know it was eighteen bucks a seat that would buy you class. Now just everybody's got eighteen bucks and they just fucking get in there today again. Fucking movies going on, and like I said, the place is packed full in front of me. All right. Me and John are, we're in the back row. I'm in the back. You know, I don't want anybody fucking behind me because I don't want them fucking talking, whatever the fuck. I can't have anybody behind me in a, in a theater or a restaurant just in case. Yes. I know I'm Joe Pesci from fucking Goodfellas. I I understand that. I or, or even from, from casino. You know what I mean? And nobody behind me I, It's just a mobster thing. It's a, it's a goofy thing, but it's just the way I am. I don't want anybody behind me in a fucking restaurant or in a, in a theater. So in the row in front of me, there's three dudes there together And then sitting next to them, there's a uh, uh, another guy with his girlfriend. Movie's playing, and uh, the girlfriend is you know the the girlfriend is on the left. Okay, so from the end of the aisle, there's guy, guy, guy together. Guy who's not with them and his girlfriend, and his girlfriend is leaning. She's basically laying with her head in in his lap. You know, she's just she's laying across him. He's stroking her hair, and they're talking. Man, during the movie, they're talking. And also she like at one point she takes her the Coke out of out of his it's in his cup holder because she's she's literally sprawled across his body. She reaches across and grabs the coke and then she pulls it and she starts doing that thing with the straw where it goes, if you rub the straw on the fucking plastic top, and they both start laughing. This is in the middle of a fucking movie. So she drinks her Coke, she puts it down, and she periodically she gets the Coke and she looks up at him and she kisses him. You know, and just it's just like she's curled up like a fucking cat. Half of her is on his lap, half of her is on his chair with her feet up on her chair. Like, if I'm the guy on her left, I'm going, hey, get your fucking feet off the chair. What are you doing? Uh, But instead, she's just curled up, and he's fucking, you know, and they're talking the whole time. And he's Russian. So he's kind of, like, I mean, I can hear him. He's just like, like, he's speaking in Russian. And I'm like, oh, man. And I... They bothered me a couple times, but I mean, they weren't talking extensively. They weren't loud, but they were loud enough that I could hear them in a quiet part of the movie. And in my head, I'm like, all right, fuck, do I got to tell these people to shut the fuck up? Because, you know, the last time again, I saw Halloween there and I told those fucking, I told those people to put their phone away, hey, turn it off. You're not at home. You know, and I'm like, I can't put bass in my voice again. Uh, And also, I'll be honest with you, if you're antagonizing people at a movie like John Wick, whether you're the woman with the fucking straw and the plastic top or you're me standing up and going, Hey, motherfucker, quit talking. You're asking to jam because everybody in the fucking house is on edge. Yeah. There's people who are, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of Winnie the Pooh's in there who are all gentle or like, Hey, I don't have any pants on. Oh, bother. And but this is fun to watch, uh, per, you know, uh, performative violence. But then there are other people who are like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, cause I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. I'm wired. I'm trying not to be, I'm by my knees bouncing up and down. It's just, it just gets you, man. I like violence. So if you run into somebody else who likes violence, well, eventually you're going to go at it like fucking smart Hulk and fat Thor and new Asgard should have, you know what I mean? You're ready to fucking tear the town down. So in my head, I'm like, do I fucking say something to this kid? I don't know. And and I I don't even know. Like I said, I, he's just, he's just a guy with his girlfriend. That's all I know at this point. So finally, like two thirds of the way through the movie, something's happening. I don't want to tell you the part. And the kid says, Oh, and he says something again in Russian and The guy sitting next to him, finally, fucking finally. And this dude looked like fucking, uh, he looked like Zach in The Hangover. Just big fucking beard. But he had a beanie on, you know what I mean? Like a fucking hat. And he's he's probably 35. And he just, he turns to his left and he looks at this Russian guy and he just goes, if you talk again, I'm either going to tell you to get out of the theater or I'm going to go get somebody to get you out of the theater. And I, like, I heard it, okay, because it's directly in front of me. John's watching the movie. He didn't hear it. But I heard it because I saw the guy lean into him and say it. And I was like, because I was waiting. Because, again, it's that whole thing. You know me. I'm buzzing. I'm like, do I, do I fucking smash this kid's head into the fucking ground? What do I do? And I don't want to do any of that shit anymore. Again, 51 years old, man. I don't want to do anything. I want to hide. I want to hide from confrontation. I don't want to be involved in any of that shit. But then... Old me lives inside me like a fucking Quato and he wants to burst out of my chest and go, Quade, stop talking in the theater, Quade. I mean, who the fuck knows what could happen at that point? Because it's like, you know... I you've seen there's some cartoon where the guy keeps swallowing his rage. And then he fucking gets a giant bulge in his forehead. You know what I mean? A fucking just a mass tumor because he's swallowing so much stress. uh But, but this kid, looked he he looked at him and he goes, if you don't stop talking, I'm going to either get you out of the theater. Or I'm going to get somebody to take you out of the theater. And, uh, and the, and the guy, the Russian guy saw him, he looked him in the face and the guy and the, the Russian kid just goes, Oh yeah. And they're looking at each other and I'm and he just goes, yeah. He never even flinched. And uh, the Russian guy just just backs down. Just fucking... Sl- and, and backs down in a way that was completely and utterly noticeable. He didn't just go, oh, well, fuck you. And, uh, he literally shrunk, physically shrunk away from that dude. Because that dude leaned in to his space and said, uh, uh, yeah. Because the guy's like, oh, yeah? Yeah. And his shoulders slumped and his head sunk. And his girlfriend looked up and looked at him and then looked at the guy who said something and the guy was just, he was still holding his gaze. He looked at the girlfriend, looked at him and neither one of them said a fucking word and they didn't say a fucking word the rest of the movie. And I I was so overjoyed that I didn't have to do anything because in my head, I thought if these guys are going to jam or if the fucking Russian guy is going to say something like, well, I don't fucking think it's a big deal. I was literally going to just lean forward because I was already on the edge of my seat listening. I was going to lean forward and go, hey, I'm with him. If you don't stop, we'll take you out of here. Uh just cause stop. Just fucking stop. I paid twenty bucks to get in here. I'm not gonna fucking I didn't pay it to hear you giggling in Russian and making straw noises, you fuck. Jesus, you're already ruining our fucking country with your goddamn Russian nonsense. No collusion, you fucks. Shut the fuck up Uh but he backed down and like I said, he backed down physically even, like got small, shrunk. It was beautiful to see. It was beautiful to fucking see. So the movie ends. And uh, credits roll, and we're all sitting there waiting for a button scene or whatever. But right when the movie ends, okay, and the credits start to roll, this dude stands up with his girlfriend. And it turns out he's with other people because they come come from their row two rows down, and they walk up to the end of their row to wait for them. And in my head, I'm like, well, here we go, because it was two other guys and a girl. And this was a, this Russian guy and a girl. So they stand up, and I'm like, "All right, well, we'll see what the fuck happens here." Because they have to they have to walk by the guy who told them to shut the fuck up. But when they stand up, and they turn around, this fucking dude was probably 17 years old. Like I, I, in my mind, again, I create this boogeyman where I'm like, well, fuck, we're going to have to go. Literally, he was my own Baba Yaga. I'm like this fucking guy. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to throw with this guy. I'll have to back a beanie hat and fucking see what the girlfriend says. And who the fuck knows? Like I, and it's that thing where you leap to fucking conclusions because you have to get in the mindset. You have to get ready. There's the old joke. I took my watch off. Yeah, well, luckily I didn't wear my watch to the theater tonight or I would have taken it off. It's just, you get ready. And this dude stands up and he's in and, and he's every fucking day of 17, but no more. Just that caterpillar mustache. you know what I'm fucking talking about? That trying to look older than he is. Already you can see he's losing his hair a little bit, it's combed forward in that Bieber bang style. I mean it's just he just he looked every single bit the out of his league boy that he was. And he's just used to watching movies with his girlfriend on the couch and talking and doing whatever the fuck they want. And he, he, got, he got told. He got fucking told by a beanie hat with a fucking monster back up behind him if it shit got out of line. And he stood up with his girlfriend. His girlfriend, and, they, and he, wouldn't, he just turned around. He wouldn't even look at the guy. He just kind of zipped through, and he looked at his friends. And I thought his friends were going to say something. No, nope, man, They just he met his friends, and they just walked out. They walked the fuck out. And I was like, good, good. Score one for the fucking good guys. But like I said, I watched the movie and I wonder, you know what, Dwight is it is this is what we're coming to in the public forum? Today it didn't happen. But is it coming to the points in the grocery stores where we're gonna have to have judo and jujitsu battles over frozen peas? Am I am I gonna wind up going to Planned Parenthood in Burbank and trying to walk somebody to their fucking door, their their clinic or whatever the fuck? Am I gonna should I should I just have three different kinds of guns in a fucking should I learn belt combat, which you'll know when you see the movie? I mean, is is this, I don't want, I don't, it, I hope not, man. You know what I mean? Like part part of me, I, I'll tell you, I'm happy to be old, but I wish I, you know, I still wish I was young. I'm having some sort of weird, weird, midlife crisis where I'm regretting all the shit I didn't do. But at the same time, I don't know if I'd want to be 22 years old right now for, for anything in the fucking world. I don't know what you guys got ahead of you, but I don't think it's any good. And I, th- I think you're, you better all learn to be John Wick. Everybody out there, you, you know what? Be your own Baba Yaga and get ready to fucking boogeyman the shit out of anybody who gets in your goddamn way because they're coming and they won't fucking stop. Even though it's ridiculous, even though it's stupid, even though these motherfuckers shouldn't be telling anybody how to live their goddamn lives, they're going to thump their fucking comic book and come and knock on your door and try to make you behave the way they want you to behave. And, and I don't see an end in fucking sight. The only end I see is in 23 years when I get to take a fucking dirt nap and I don't have to worry about anybody else telling me what the fuck to do out of their goddamn book. Get busy dying. You guys can get me at mikeandmikeschmidtcomedy.com. You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Did you know that? You do now. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can follow me at Instagram and Snapchat. I'm on there. Yes, I am. Are you on there? How about you? Yes, I do. I don't know. There's a rhyme there, right? Isn't that we got spirit? Yes, we do. How about you? That's what it was. Uh, What was I talking about? Instagram and Snapchat. I'm on there. I'm Mike40YOB. You can find me there. Mike40YOB on Instagram and Snapchat. That's also my name on the PS4. If you want to add me on the PS4 network, and be my friend and pal on there. Why not? Why wouldn't you? You love me. Uh, So find me in all of those places. Like I said, facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Uh, there's the West Side 86 Jokers, which is the fan club on the on the Facebook uh, pages, the Facebook world, whatever the fuck. And of course, Mike, Schmitt, uh, Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy Why am I repeating myself I, again? Ancient. Just stop being fucking ancient, dude. Uh, so Twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy, Instagram and Snapchat. I'm there. Find me. I'm great. Uh, Remember that Ryan Dirks does all of the web stuff for this show. He's the coolest. He went ahead and fixed my Amazon link and it made me very happy. I actually owe him an email about some other things uh, because I always owe him an email about some other things. Uh, But you can find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks and tell him that you think he's the best because he does all this cool stuff to help us out. That would be great if you would do that. I would love it. And uh, you know, our great friend David Hernandez does all of the music and the artwork for this show. Uh, You know, you can find him at all sorts of different places. He has a website I can tell you about called Art by DMH. Dot com you can go ahead and check out some stuff there. If you go look there, you will see that he has uh, you know examples of corporate work that he's done in the past things like that. So uh, what you really want to do is become his friend at facebook.com/ David mex Hernandez. and while you're there, you can go ahead again become his friend first of all and then second of all, you'll be able to look at his art by DMH album. And there you'll hear uh, he's got caricatures, he's got Valscapes, he's got the guy cons, portraits, all these things that he's done for other listeners of the show. And also, if you want to become, like I said, you want to become a fan of the fan club uh, or a fan, you know, a member of the fan club for the show, go to the Westside 86 Joker's page on Facebook. And if you go through there, you know, David has done unbelievable artwork for the, the, the Joker's page. You can scroll through the cover photos and see all of the uh, animation, the paintings that he's done. And even on my page. If you check my profile photos, scroll through them. I mean, there's a bunch that are photographs recently, but if you get through, I mean, fuck, just if you go to my, even my profile picture album, you'll see all of the artwork of the past 11 years. And I mean, it is, it is so fucking good. You got to check it out. It's great. Um, But you want to contact him. If you want to hire him for something, which you absolutely do, you can contact him through his Facebook page. Again, that's facebook.com slash David Hernandez, or you can find him via email david at art by that's david at art by if you want to contact him there if you're not a facebook person i know some of you are or are not uh, but like i said the website exists mainly so you can go look at his uh, his experience in advertising his developmental work but if you're more concerned with his characters his uh his caricature stuff paintings he can do for you paintings he's already done for listeners then you definitely want to find him at facebook.com david max fernandez and also he has a page like i said i've got the west side 86 jokers page well he's got the this is dumb that's dumb, I'm dumb, you're dumb group and he is constantly creating things for that. He has uh, characters and content involved. I will tell you, you should become a member of that page. However, you will have to answer three questions to get in. Now, are they hard questions? Are they easy questions? I don't know. I got grandfathered in because I'm the fucking talent, but you will have to answer questions because you're one of the great unwashed, but I'm sure he wants people to join. So go ahead and try to answer those questions at the, this is dumb. That's dumb. I'm dumb. You're dumb page on Facebook. And when you're in there, you can check out all of the, the, he's created characters for his new religion. He's carried, uh, he's got all sorts of, content and just he's he's just funny and talented and uh, and a renaissance man as i've I've labeled him many other times but he's just he's so good at what he does um he's the best in the world that's i'm gonna tell you that he's the best in the world at what he does he's he's (laughs) he cannot be touched by anybody picasso fuck that guy michelangelo get fucking bombed man you motherfuckers can't handle it you think don mcclain is singing starry starry night about vincent if he sees david's work fuck no man you know, David was too young. He wasn't creating artwork back then. If McLean would have seen it then, because right now, if McLean saw it, he'd be like, Mexi, Mexi, Max." That's what he would sing. He would sing that song, or, or or "Starry Special Max," whatever the fuck he would. Look, I don't wanna. I don't want to presume to tell Don McLean what to write in a song about my friend David. However, I think he would do something just like that. David, David, Dave. Art by DMH. Ooh, that works. Instead of Starry, Starry Night. Art by DMH. There you go. Look at you, McLean. I'm giving you the goddamn starter's pistol. Go ahead and punch it and fucking sprint from the starting line and sing a song about my boy. Uh so if you want to hire him, like I said, you can get him through Facebook, Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, or you can write him at email. Uh that's David at artbydmh.com. That's David at artbydmh.com, or get him on Facebook, which is absolutely the most important place and probably the place you should always go look to find him. That's facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez.
0: No one knows what it's like To be the bad man To be the sad man Behind green eyes No one knows what it's like To be hated To be faded To telling only lies but my dreams and is as empty As my conscience seems to be I have our words only lonely My love is vengeance That's never free No one knows what it's like to feel these feelings Like I do And I blame you No one bites back this hard on their anger None of my pain and woe Can't show through but my dreams, they are as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have our only lonely. My love is vengeance that's never free. My fist clenches, crack it open Before I use it and lose my cool When I smile, tell me some bad news Before I laugh and act like a fool And if I'm spouting anything evil Take my hand into your own And if I stammer, well, please give me the answer Don't you leave me out here alone man to be the sad man behind green eyes
1: i know you're wondering are there sponsors for this show you are goddamn right there are sponsors for this show sponsors seems plural uh you know fuck it there are sponsors for this show you know who sponsored the show this week uh first of all of course our great friend fearful jesuit who runs the podcast, The Paranoid Strain, which you can find in the iTunes store right now. Subscribe to it so it can download and get all of the past episodes, which are fucking brilliant Uh, right now in the iTunes store. Go ahead and also leave a review if you would. Please listen to all the old episodes and talk about how much you fucking love the show and make sure you mention us because I want our friend Fearful to know that we are goddamn hitters for fuck's sake. Uh, again, the show's there right now, the latest episode that's up. I know it's coming because I I had some uh, text conversation today with fearful. So I know it's on the way. The JFK episode is getting prepped, almost ready for your naked steaming ears. But right now the assassination episode is still in there. And this is interesting. I saw John Wick tonight and there's actually a scene. I don't want to say between who or whatever, but they actually start talking about the origins of the word assassin. And I felt after having listened to our good friend, Fearful Jesuit and the Paranoid Strain this month and their show about assassinations. I felt a little, uh, I felt a little more on the inside of this discussion. I felt as they started to talk about it, they were talking directly to me because I had been educated by our friend, Fearful Jesuit and the monks up there in the fucking bay as they went ahead and put their show together about assassins with uh, our, our good friend, uh, uh, Dana. Is it Dana? I don't want to say, I don't want to fuck her name up regardless the point is if you want to know her name go ahead and contact our friend fearful jesuit via email the paranoid strain at gmail.com that's the paranoid strain at gmail.com write him a note tell him you love the show tell him you heard it because of me tell him you love me tell him you love him tell him he should love me tell him i love him all of these things about love go ahead and make sure you include those in those fucking exchanges the guy you've never met that's not fucking weird and creepy uh but do that please and then listen to the show, as I've mentioned. Well, not not and then listen to the show. Listen to the show and then contact him via email. Listen to the show and then leave a review in the iTunes store because you got to know what you're talking about, man. You got to listen to this fucking brilliant show. As I've said many times before, I am fascinated by people who can do things that I cannot. And uh, do I think I could do a show like Fearful Jesuits? I think I could. Do I think it would be as good? Absolutely not because I don't have the discipline that that man has to go ahead and sit down and take care of every line meticulously to find clips, to put it all together. I just, uh, my brain doesn't work that way unless I get some pills or something, or I fucking hit my head like an old TV to get a picture in it or something. I mean, I, I, I just don't know if I could do it, but I can tell you this. I don't have to fucking do it because he's doing better than anybody for fuck's sake. That's fearful Jesuit and the paranoid strain available now on the iTunes store. Go ahead and download it and then leave a review, send him a note. The paranoid strain at gmail.com. Tell them how much you love it. Uh, again, it's the assassination episode. There's all sorts of past episodes for you to download and listen to. And uh, but you got to listen to this assassination episode because it preps you for the JFK episode, which is on deck. And I'm excited to get I'm going to get a sneak preview of it. That's right, motherfuckers. You think you're you, you wish you were me. You wish you were me. God damn it. Because I'm getting a sneak preview of the JFK fucking paranoid strain. How about that? Maybe you know what? Here's the thing. Maybe I have a listening party. Maybe everybody, if if you're in town, come over to my house and you can sneak preview it with me. I don't know. I haven't even cleared that with fearful. I'm going to do that right now. If you're in Southern California, when I get this episode, uh, if you want to come over and have a listening party with me, we'll go ahead and do that. We'll get some, uh, we'll get some fried chicken. That seems like an unhealthy choice. Let's get some kale. Let's do that. Let's get some quinoa. Let's get some Leeks. Let's cook. You know what? Come on over to my house. Am I desperate for friends? Perhaps I am. (laughs) How fucking weak is this? Hey, come be my friend, please. I'm so desperate. I'll let you listen to my sponsor's podcast early. Uh, Regardless, the point is subscribe to it. You'll get it soon. I'm getting it before you, though, because I'm the fucking best. And then uh, we're all going to love it together. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, And I also want to throw a special shout out and uh, thank you to our good friends in Canada. Secret Asian Ken and our friend Tresha. Uh, who have who have uh, stepped up and helped the show in numerous ways and always been there for me and always been kind and always been generous and always been loving and terrific. Uh, they support on Twitch. They support me all the time, and it makes me very happy. And I'm proud to say that they are my friends. I'm proud to say they listen to the show and that they enjoy it and they like what I do. That's all that matters. If you guys like what I do, that makes me very, very happy. And that goes for all of you out there who listen. But I wanted to give a special uh, shout-out to uh, Tresha and Secret Asian Ken for stepping up and uh and really helping me out in the show and and uh and just and showing kindness and being and showing support <clears throat> you know cuz i can get in my own brain and tell myself eh whatever the fuck but i'll tell you what um I might have been in my own brain, but this fucking show is genius. I'm just gonna—I—I do not give a fuck. You know what? I—I—I'm a day late, but I am absolutely no fucking dollar short because this show was fucking funny, and I let my hands go, and I'm very happy about it. And you know, yes, this is me jerking myself off in front of you, and I apologize for that. I hate the Louis C.K. u motherfuckers, Uh, but I I guess I kind of asked permission. You've let me into your home. I'm like a vampire. You let me into the house, I can bite the fuck out of you. So if you let me in, I'll jerk off. That's just how it works. I'm like—I'm a vampire, but I won't bite you. I'll jerk off. So now, you know, instead of draining fluid out of you, I might leave some extra in your goddamn. House, but that's it. That's how it works. So if you want to fucking you invite me in, this is what's gonna fucking happen, baby. You know I was a jerk it off Scorpion. Um, so thank you, Tresha and Secret Asian Ken. I appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you guys in August. As I am looking forward to seeing all of you in Canada in August. Did I mention I'll be in Canada in August? Well, I will. I'll tell you this right now, I just got a note from Southwest, and uh th- they've changed my flight, which sucks, but Because of the flight being changed, they've sent me an offer that says, I can uh, one time only, I can change my flight to a different time. So I, uh, I'm looking forward to, ch- I might even get there earlier for you guys. I might get there earlier in the day. Who knows? I've got to contact my buddy, Ken, my buddy, John, find out who the fuck is getting me in Buffalo and see if they want me there earlier in the day or later in the evening, whatever the fuck, if I want to come a day earlier, two days later or whatever the fuck I'll, I'll talk to them. Cause again, I bought the tickets before and just kind of said, here's the trip. And then they're planning stuff around me, but now I can actually show up whenever the fuck, because I've got this deal from Southwest. Who knows, man? Uh, but the point is I'll be in Canada, in Toronto for a couple of weeks. And I just found out our, my friend Ellen, uh, the beautiful Ellen from Colorado may be coming. And and that would be fantastic. I don't know if she'd be coming with her uh, with her boyfriend. He might be coming as well. But it just might be Ellen who's coming to Toronto. I don't know. She just got back from the Seychelles or the Caymans or whatever the fuck she was in some fancy joint. Uh, and I've talked about Ellen on here. I got to meet her and hang out with her, or her here in my in my apartment uh, and, and go have lunch with her. That was pretty fun. She's just a really nice person. She actually came to town for Podfest a few years ago and then she couldn't stay. Um, but I tell you right now, she's fantastic if she can make it to Canada. And by the way, am I saying this now because I owe her a text to answer that she said that? Maybe, perhaps, uh, but I will send her a text. I owe everybody a goddamn text. I owe phone calls. I told you guys there was that, uh, Schmitty call me at gmail.com. If you wanted me to call you, you go ahead and leave me a number. So I have a few of you who've stepped up. Some of you have actually called. You already know that, but, uh, other people who are on the list uh, are going to get called eventually. And that will happen. And I will do that for you with me and us. And we'll have a conversation the old fashioned way, like fucking Alexander Graham Bell and then, uh, Watson, I need you or the fuck. Ahoy, hoy. Uh, so that exists. So anyway, the point is I'll be in Canada for two weeks in August. It's going to be swelteringly hot. We're going to have a a potluck thing where we all cook. I'm going to do a live podcast record. Uh, I think we're going to see iron maiden. We might go skydiving. We might just fucking hang out in the yard and laugh. I cannot wait to see my Canadian friends, Tanya and Mike. Uh, like I said, John, uh, our buddy, uh, our buddy, Steve, Steven Brogy, Brogy, he's going to win. He tried to defend his ax throwing title against John. Uh, we're going to go with Kendra to some panic rooms. I mean, I'm just fucking, I'm so on board with Scott and Michelle and everybody I can see. Anybody who's in Canada, our buddy Robert Chaz shoot. If he's not dead, this guy's had pneumonia for like two months. What the fuck, man? You know what? At that point, just have him take your lungs out and put new ones in or actually take your lungs out and just like fill them with water and just fucking rinse them out like a goddamn pitcher that you had tea in for too long. I'm sure they're going to be tinged a little brown from the pneumonia, but I'll put them back in. You can breathe at least. Fuck Robert recover, buddy. Uh, I'm coming to Canada. I can't have you laid up. So, there you go. I'll be in Canada in August. It'll be fantastic. So, there you go, baby. So, I'm looking forward to seeing all those people and having a good time. I hope you're there to join us. Hey, do you know about Cameo? I just talked about Schmitty at Gmail. <laughs> Schmidtie, call me or call me Schmidtie, whatever the fuck, at gmail.com. But Cameo exists if you want me to call you and pay me, even though I just gave you a free number. What a dope. Uh,. Cameo exists, it's an app you can download to your phone, and, uh, and like I mentioned, Caitlyn Jenner's on there, maybe you want to call her, and get her on, on board, but I, I will tell you this, Cameo exists, all these fucking famous people are on it now, my fucking, like Richard Blaze from Top Chef, all these Top Chef dudes, all these fucking guys are there, Richard Blaze is like, I'll, I'll, and he's promoting the shit out of me, he's like, I'll talk, you through a, I'll talk you through a recipe, I mean, I'm like, oh, I can't compete with that. I mean, I could talk you through a recipe, but it i all be fucked up. Who knows? Regardless, I'm on Cameo. You want going to call you and you want to pay for the privilege? Go ahead and do that. Otherwise, write me at that dumb email address I gave you earlier and I'll call you for free because I'm retarded. Hi. Uh, not supposed to use that word. Yes, I know. Earlier in the... Please refer to the earlier part of the podcast where I said, I'm, a, I'm an old man lost in the netherwoods and I don't remember how to be fucking woke. Ugh. All right, hey, guess what? We've got a YouTube channel. Go check that out. You can subscribe to it. That would be great. Again, like I said, it makes YouTube think that I'm a hitter. It's got 11 years of uh, podcasts on there. Well, 10 and a half years, and we're behind by a couple of months. But I'll tell you this, I'm, it's I'm going to change. I'm going to start posting those soon because our good friend KC has stepped up to try to help me learn. He's going to learn me on how to do stuff like that. That's our buddy KC Bills. Let's talk about KC for just a second. He sent me a note, and he's like, hey, I sent something to your PO box. So I went to the PO box and uh, lo and behold, I found a package from our friend KC. I ripped it open when I got home. Holy fuck, dudes. A lot of you guys have been cool ass and gotten me like a Joker figurine or you got me Batman stuff or all sorts of cool stuff. Well, he fell right in line, baby. He got me a statue of fucking Batman and Harley Quinn, and uh, Batman is all tied up in gift wrap, and Harley Quinn is sitting on his back and just looking hot as ever, and he even included in the note, he's like, this is from the animated series. I don't know if you ever watched it, but Harley is Harley. I'm like, you're fucking a right. Harley is Harley. I, I, it was so much. So I had to go back to senior year of high school. You're fucking a right. Harley's Harley. So it's still in the box, but I'm going to put it once I put it in the hallowed spot on the dresser of fame with all of the other uh, it, figures and everything else that everybody has sent me. Uh, I'll take a photo and I'll put that up on the Joker page because it is it is a beautiful piece of art. I'm so thrilled that Casey and his wife, Andrea, thought of me and they sent it to me. And I thank you both very, very much. Andrea feel better. I know you got a toothache. This week got got one pulled or whatever the fuck, Uh, but hopefully you're feeling better and you're feeling better soon. That would be great. So thank you for that. And uh, so, like I said, Cameo exists. I don't know why I fucking brought that up with KC, but uh, oh, because I mentioned the uh, the YouTube channel. That's why. That's what I was talking about. So go to YouTube and watch uh, old clips and whatever the fuck. And there will be live streams on there eventually once I get back to doing that again uh, someday. Right, right. Of course. Who wants to drive for Uber and Lyft? Is it you? If it is, then you don't live in California. Because if you lived in California, you'd know they slashed the fucking rates. And they've they've come up with this new system called Uber Gold and Uber Platinum and Uber Diamond. And, oh, man, have they found a way to bone drivers? I talked about getting pegged in the middle of the apocalypse. I'm getting pegged by the fucking Uber company, baby. Uh, But if you want to do it, I don't blame you. Maybe you like that sort of thing. Maybe you want somebody to climb inside your ass. Well, then if you're going to be a Lyft driver, use my code. Why not? I get a spiff. Use the code. And it's all capital letters. Mike. 720057. That's M I K E 720057. That's the code to use if you want to drive for Lyft. That's the code to use if you're a first time Lyft rider, because then I get a couple of bucks off that as well. Thank you for thinking of me, Mike720057. If you're going to do Uber, this is for driving and also if you're for first time passengers. Uh, use the code DJZW1YTTUE. That's all lowercase. DJZW, the number one. Y-T-T-U-E. So use those if you're a first-time rider. Use those if you want to become a driver. And then after I think your first hundred, I get 700 bucks or something, man. Think of me. Think of the children. Won't somebody think of the children? D-J-Z-W-1-Y-T-T-U-E for Uber. Mike, 720057 for Lyft. M-I-K-E-720057 for Lyft and Uber. First-time riders, people who want to be drivers. Use my code. Make me happy. Make me whole. Patreon exists. If you want to just go ahead and give money the old-fashioned way, I mean you can donate through the website as well. In the upper left-hand corner, there's a little donate guy, a little schmitty with his pocket out. Click on that if you just want to send old-fashioned money. But if you want to become a monthly Patreon subscriber, you can do that as well. Go to the Patreon page. Subscribe at whatever level you'll feel comfortable with. I know there's a lot of things on the side that tell you what you're gonna get with those levels, and eventually you will, or I'll do something like that, or I'll renovate it in a way where I'll I'll figure out a way to make it work for everybody. Uh the t-shirts are right now a pipe dream and all that stuff, but everything else. You know, I, I can handle, I get to do pri- your private podcast, whatever the fuck. And just the point is Patreon exists. You've all been very kind to support me on there and not hold my feet to the fire regarding the prizes and shit like that. And and you should, quite frankly, if somebody wrote the Patreon and complained about me, I'd be fucked. And I totally get that. And you're very nice not to do that. Um, so I will do my best to move forward and do the best I can. But please, if you want to become a Patreon uh, patron, go ahead and do so, please. It's right there. And while you're on the web... Why not go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com and go to the Joe Business page? That's the merchandise page. Go to the Joe Business page. And uh, we've got stuff for sale there, but mainly it's for the Amazon link lives. You can go ahead and click on that and click through to the Amazon store and start doing all your shopping. And we get credit. It works perfectly. We get money. They get money. You get stuff. Whatever the fuck you buy, whether it's high-velocity Benoit Balls, or uh, flip flops or uh, weed killer, up, up, draft, whatever the fuck you want to buy, any DVDs, any comic books. You want to buy some complicated computer equipment. Anything else that begins with C, you can do that. Just go to mikeschmidtcomedy.com. Go to the merchandise page, which you know is the Joe Business page, and there's an Amazon link there in the upper right-hand side. You can click on that, and all of a sudden, hey, you're shopping, and we're getting credit for it. You're getting uh, your stuff. We're getting, you know, we get money, they get money, you get stuff. It's a perfect symbiotic relationship. Make it work for us, for you, for them, for all of us together. We're all a family. Me and you under the Bezos umbrella. Look at us just having a picnic lunch as Bezos stares at us and wonders if we're going to send pictures of his dick to anybody. And we're like, dude, we don't have any pictures of your dick, but he's paranoid. He thinks everybody in the world has pictures of his cock now because the fucking brother of the old fucking wife, dude, or or ex-girlfriend or whatever the fuck, dude, or still girlfriend. I think he's still railing that chick. Would you still rail a chick if she was sending photos of your dick or or her brother got a hold of photos of your cock off her phone and then he shared them with everybody? The inquirer? What the fuck? And it's that thing where, again, I think I've talked about this before. It's all about shame. And it's so stupid. Bezos is the richest guy in the fucking world. If people look at his cock, he can just be like, so fucking what? I have $8 billion in my glove compartment right fucking now. I can wave my dick in your face and then give you a billion to shut the fuck up about it. Who cares? But we're all creatures, man. You know, there's a reason we wear pants. It's like Robert Kraft, that guy who owns the fucking Patriots. Disgusting, horrible. But he's winning all these lawsuits because he's like, I don't want anybody to see this video. And it's all about fucking shame and embarrassment. But like, dude, if you're going to go in and fucking pony up some dough and get jerked off by some poor Asian chick who's cooking noodles on a stoop, then you know what? Let everybody see the goddamn video. What the fuck do you care? You're a billionaire. You could buy a half-hour block of time and jerk off on TV and get away with it. Nobody fucking cares. But everybody's got shame for some reason. And I have shame too. Don't kid yourself. I certainly have shame. And I don't want anybody to see me getting jerked off by Asian girls who cook noodles on a stoop. <laughs> Even though it's happened. Uh, but I told the story where the girl fell off me. I mean, imagine there was video of that. If there was video of the, oh, what, what, what you want, what you want. Imagine there was video of that. How terrible would that be? But then I told the whole story to you anyway. So you'd be like, yeah, all right. We don't really need to see the video because we heard the fucking story. It's exactly what he said happened. Uh, Kirby tried to give him a hand job and fell off of him and then she was going to give him a head. Uh, all right. I'm, I may be out of order there. Anyway, the point is folks, as I've mentioned, uh, Amazon exists. So let's all be friends. Use the Amazon link. that's over at Mike at Mike comedy.com. No, it's not. It's at Mike Schmidt comedy.com. Forget the Mike at go to Mike dot And, and, uh, and that's just great. That's the way it is. And I got to get back in the car. Do you know what? Fuck that. Buy a ton of stuff from Uber so I don't have to get back in the car. Because they're cutting the rates, and I got this thing about diamond and gold and bullshit. And then also, they've done this thing now. Here's the, I will tell you this. This kind of freaked me the fuck out. We had a strike here, and it was like a nationwide deal. And now their IPO fucking took it in the ass. And even the verbally, you know, I'm going to read it to you just because I was so shocked when I saw the verbiage that this was actually in the IPO. This This message is in their IPO. In particular, as we aim to reduce driver incentives to improve our financial performance, we expect driver dissatisfaction will generally increase. Uber has that verbiage in their IPO. They basically told everybody, yeah, we're going to fuck all the drivers, but please buy our stock. And now their stock took it in the face. Like it opened at a certain like forty five or forty nine, and now it's at forty one. It's just it's the it's the least successful IPO in American history. It's like they just got fucking buried, and it's just gonna get worse from there because they're just burning fucking money. But now when they cut the rates and cut the fucking rates and cut the rates, that they, the thing they're cutting the thing they're paying drivers. They're not cutting the rates; they're charging everybody. They're cutting the incentives for fucking drivers. It's a mess, dude. And now. They got bad publicity for this, and I personally don't think they should. I don't know if you saw this. They have a, a button now if you're Uber Black, and uh, you can talk about what you want for temperature in your in the car. But even even crazier, this is the thing that people are pissed about. You can you can request a silent ride, so you can request that the driver doesn't talk to you. And a lot of people are upset. They're like, oh, look at this man! Another way to treat uh, drivers like uh, impersonal robots and and treat them like cattle. And oh, you got to tell them to shut up. It's so terrible. And, uh, you know, I'm a driver, um, Hey, man, I don't want to fucking talk to you either. I mean, I, I don't know who these people are. Because, again, I keep hearing these stories about these gregarious drivers who tell you a story about how they were a fucking brain surgeon in Botswana. But then they had to come here, and they're trying to carve out a living in their fucking Toyota Corolla and whatever the fuck they got to do. But then they're Uber Black or Uber X. They're making as much money as they possibly can. I, and they tell you a fucking sob story. I told you. I get in a fucking Uber. I put my earbuds in. I don't want to talk to anybody. And conversely, when I'm in the fucking front seat and I'm driving you, I will give you the speech about the heat and the fucking radio and whatever the fuck. But if you, you know, if you want to talk, I'll talk. I got no problem with that, but don't think that I'm a fucking chatterbox who just can't wait to learn about your fucking day at the salt mines. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about your job. All I care about is whatever tip you're gonna leave me, and whatever fucking money you're paying for the fares. And I also want you to stay out of my fucking ear when I'm trying to get you to the goddamn place, because I got a robot losing my phone and knows exactly where the fuck you live. Don't you? Come to a throne if you're not
0: gonna suck a dick.